combat time! Combat Time, a podcast where three friends talk about Mortal Kombat. Uh, as always, I'm Josh, joined by Yassine. Hello. And Jay. Hello, hello. And today we also have a special guest uh, from MK Podcast, uh, Neil. Ah! Welcome to the Neil Nose. It's Gucci. <laughs> Foolish mortals. <sighs> Welcome, I welcome. Love it. Now is the time oh, of days. Of welcome, Neil. The gods walk the earth. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I got, I got another gag. Hold on, hold on. Is this it? Nope. Nope. Never mind. I don't. <laughs> Wait, that trombone noises. Wait, there it is. What the hell? <laughs> Foolish mortals! I've come for your podcast. <laughs> oh God! I, I think so. <laughs> I love it. Was that worth it? That was, that was worth it. <laughs> definitely worth it. That was definitely worth it. <laughs> it matches the makeshift garbage that our podcast is, so that's great. <laughs> but Hey, we're all just freestyling here. Yeah. Right? It, it, sometimes we try and be more organized, but this is uh, definitely a freestyle episode. It deserves it. A freestyle movie deserves a freestyle episode. Uh, and... <laughs> I guess we'll be battling for domination of this podcast, much like uh, the characters in the subject of today's episode. Uh, the finally, the battle for the realms, the movie we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, Maybe. I have. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you have, because you love Scorpion's Revenge, do you not? I do. I've seen you say more than once how you think it's it's the, probably the best Mortal Kombat movie, and. I don't know the best. Not maybe not the best, but glow about it. It's yeah. I have the very controversial opinion that it is. It is my favorite of the four now five Mortal Kombat movies. Perhaps that's how I misremembered. Is your favorite Scorpion's Revenge? Yeah, Yeah. I don't think it's better than the '95 one. That's an undisputed classic, Mm -hmm. you know. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I just got burnt out on it and. Scorpion's Revenge gave me something new and exciting and yeah. it was better than Mortal Kombat 2021 and that raised it in my like that raised my opinion of it even more cuz I was like oh wait but we just had a good one and then he gave us this one <laughs> Yeah So now that now the good one is better by comparison I agree Yeah Yeah Mortal Kombat 2021 fucked the curve up I like I like I will say that, like Battle of the Realms, I think beat Scorpion's Revenge for all the unnecessarily wrong reasons. Just because one, <laughs> there is a robbery that I have with Yassine that I'm sure he's very, very well, which is why I like Battle of the Realms, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And also, okay. there's the end of the Battle of the Realms, which is like, okay, every Saturday morning cartoon show in some way that I grew up as a kid had this shtick. That is always at the end of every single episode or movie or whatever. Even like even if it didn't happen, they had an episode dedicated to it, and that is the aforementioned like giant monster battle. And if you have that in your movie or show, it's gonna be very hard for me to hate it because that's like sure. my thing. I I I, t- I love that. It's like instantly. It's like forget all bad doings. Giant monster battle. I'm here for it. It just doesn't matter what it is. So it's it's kind of hard for me to not like this movie. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm typically here for any kind of giant monster battle. I'm kind of a sucker for that 
that shit. Uh, mm. I had issues with it in this, but um, on the first viewing, I had issues with it. Uh, the second full viewing that I did this afternoon, wow. uh, I, it kind of grew on me a little bit more. But I, I'm kind of uh, there's there's definitely things about the ending of this one. There's definitely things about this one just throughout, honestly, that I'm kind of like, okay, all right. There's yeah. lots of the lots of things. <laughs> there's so many yeah. things. I stopped counting the things. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Saturday morning cartoons, it was really weird when they actually ended the movie with uh, Johnny Cage and Liu Kang telling us all not to do drugs or get in cars with strangers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, those are those things we have to sit through, you know, just the, the politicians say, hey, you got to put this program in there, you know, and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> educational content in your rated R animated Mortal Kombat movie. Winners don't do drugs. Which, like, starts with uh, the WB logo and then scorpion doing all his katas or whatever and shaggy just kind of pulls him in and just has a super saiyan glow that just kind of went all over twitter and everything it's yeah like, and, I know, and a, really a reference to some kind of a meme or something that completely missed me because i'm an old man i know the um, meme um I, I know the meme the meme is ultra instinct shaggy so like yeah. basically like at some point back like a few years ago there was a scooby-doo episode where they decided to just make shaggy all like buff and cool and he was in a bar and he's and basically some bar dudes like start a fight with him and he decides to just go ultra instinct which is a dragon ball super <laughs> reference where shaggy just stands there and dodges every single punch and throw and kick that is done to him and then turns it on them and basically just goes like full jujitsu on all these fools and just basically cleans up the entire bar and because shaggy had never done that before in any previous scooby-doo any in incarnation of anything it just became a meme and wb just said hey let's just do that and because i laughed hard at that intro i'm like just put shaggy in mortal kombat i don't even care oh, anymore. Yeah. Make, like make scooby-doo is like make scooby-doo like some type of assist like pharaoh and tor or whatever their names are in mortal kombat 10 make them like a double yeah. character just give it to me like i just, sure at this point yes just put shaggy on like Jax's back and he just helps Jax out on occasion <laughs> yes I, 100% I completely agree with that do it well you know there is that Mugen uh, fan game uh, what Mortal Kombat the next generation or whatever I was talking about before uh, shaggy is totally a character in that of nice. course and, of course know, and he of course be. one of his fatalities is he throws a Scooby snack at you and you're like huh and then Scooby comes and mauls you to death that makes perfect <laughs> sense the like, that's fun it's hilarious so yeah, that makes uh, absolute perfect sense. Perhaps Ed Boon will get some more pressure, uh, not unlike the Molina pressure for uh, Eleven, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just to people literally grabbing torches and, and pitchforks for Shaggy, and the most ridiculous thing will happen. <laughs> it will come true, probably. Probably. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll just get a full uh, Scooby Doo Mortal Kombat animated crossover movie next time. Yeah, kind of like the you know Scooby Doo meets Batman and all that. Why not? Scoop, you know they Scooby Doo on Shang Tsung's island, or that might not <laughs> be could... that might not be my joke. Somebody else might have made that joke already. I might have just read that. <laughs> you know, I just want to be clear. I mean, Shaggy like, would um, it's... Shaggy would be in the chaos room though. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. But but where would like you know because obviously if you're talking like Hanna Barbera, then really instead of Batman, you'd have like Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt would have to be in <laughs> that game too. Is this going to be a Hanna Barbera podcast? Is that what this is going to be? Yeah. And like <laughs> old, like old school Alex Toth Space Ghost. 
Oh man, that'd be amazing. I would love that. And then you get like the little monkey and then you get like the wonder twins. Like let's just let's just like completely just import all of Hanna-Barbera's entire library. Like let's just get Snagglepuss and Huckleberry Finn in there too. Like why not? Yeah. So. And uh Captain Caveman. Oh man, Captain, Captain Caveman is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget his little sidekick and son and sonk or whatever his name is. God. Okay, so get well, back we, we, on topic. Nah, we already bit. talked about the best thing. But we talked about the best part of the movie, Shaggy. That's Shaggy it. We can yeah. go home now. Yeah, let's, I let's do. Go home. I, I do like the opening gags. Like, what was it in, in Scorpion's Revenge, where it was Daffy Scorpion, Scorpion just grabs yeah, Daffy, da- Daffy Duck, or yeah. I loved how surprising and just crossing over these R-rated characters with the family, maybe family wholesome characters. I don't know. Looney Tunes kill each other all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kinda and, and Scooby Doo is like pretty it. horny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not saying, not yeah. the dog. The show, not the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> might. I mean, he might. I don't know. I haven't watched every episode of Scooby Doo. I'm sure he probably humps someone's leg in one episode at least. Had to. Well, Pro- a ridiculous amount of hardcore fucking in Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Can I swear? I should have asked. Oh, Dude, absolutely. yeah. No, swear up a storm. Have you listened to the podcast? <laughs> I have. You just. Yeah, but Josh, I don't hear. Josh, I don't like, hear swearing because it's just a part of my daily. You know. I think exactly. Tune into it. I think I toned it down after the first episode, but uh, there's a couple episodes where, like, looking back, I'm like, wow, I sound, re- oh, man, I cussed up a storm. <laughs> it's warranted sometimes. Josh, yeah. it's just you. Like, no, like, just be you, sir. Like, no, yeah, I that is have me. you any other way. Yeah, Thank you. you do you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think we should, me. like, go around the table and just, like, what do you think of the movie? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah that's typically when we've done a review episode. Yeah, let's, let's so, uh, start yeah, with uh, start with our guest Neil. What do you think of the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, what do I think of this movie? <laughs> I think that this movie was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It it didn't impress me to the level that Scorpion's Revenge did. Yeah, I had issues with the pacing. This one, uh, Battle of the Realms, almost felt like they crammed two movies into one and they had to cut a bunch of stuff out to like try to get through all the story stuff that they wanted to do. So like on the one hand, I like that we're we're following two plots. We're following like the, the outworld tournament, like the mortal Kombat two tournament. And on the other side of things, we're following this sub zero scorpion, um, Lin Kuei cyber initiative, and that's tying into, you know, Shinnok and the Kamidogu and everything. And then everything kind of comes together at the end. I didn't feel like we got enough of the Earthrealm Warriors at the tournament. The whole tournament part felt way too compressed, Yeah, in my opinion. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm just going to say this. I'm fucking sick and tired of that, that goddamn Outworld Coliseum. I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah, just in general yeah. or in this movie? In in general. It was cool in the game in Mortal Kombat 2 when you see like Kano and Sonya chained up. But then I feel like a large, probably not as much as I remember, I feel like a large portion of Mortal Kombat 9 happened in that arena too. Even yeah, though I think it, it was only just like the, I mean, it was just one part. And then they brought that fucking thing back in... Mortal Kombat 11, I feel like half the game took place in that goddamn yeah. Coliseum again. A lot of the story, especially Aftermath, is like featured heavily around that Coliseum, yep. so it's like... Yeah. 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 But I mean, I'm hey, you got a tournament, a uh, killing people tournament, hey, you're doing a Coliseum. 
You know what? Sure. Actually, to be actually be fair, at least this at least this movie, unlike the 2021 movie and then Scorpion's Revenge and Defenders of the Realm, I guess by proxy, at least this movie actually had a tournament because well, there many... was a tournament in Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah, it but was. it was it sucked because it was a battle. It's like I was seeing a discussion about this on Reddit today. It's just like they keep doing battle royales and, and fucking Legacy Season Two does it too. It's like. Well, this wasn't really a tournament. It's just people wandering around the woods till they see each other and then they kill each other. I mean, it, I rewatched Scorpion's Revenge ahead of this. It, it had been a, a minute since I watched it, and I noticed that like one of the things about Battle of the Realms is yeah, all the fights are taking place in the Colosseum, and we're seeing little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. In in Scorpion's Revenge, like once Shang Tsung introduces the tournament, he then he says he's arranged the rounds, and then he teleports people to different locations oh, on yeah. the island. And they have their fights, right? So you got like Sonya fighting Reptile and Johnny Cage fighting a Tarkatan that we thought was Baraka, but turns out it probably wasn't because Baraka yeah. was in this. Yeah. And, in, you know, so, so the, the battles got, that's how they, like, they worked in the idea of like the stages, right? Right, right. And then I wish they had done, they could have just done the exact same thing in this one, in my opinion. I don't think that it, we, we gained anything by having everybody together all the time in the Coliseum watching these fights. It would have been cool to see like the living forest or the pit or the armory or you know right. any of the other stages, the outworld locations that we've seen. Missed opportunities yeah. abound. Yeah. Yeah, I these... thought their I thought their version of the pit was kinda lame because we kinda got a pit in Battle of the Realms, a pit in quotation marks, but it was yeah. one of those pits where oh, like no, oh, the pit was cool because the... it was a Castlevania the... four stage. Yeah, because stage. like like we actually joked while we were watching the movie that, oh, this is like Mortal Kombat, but it's a platformer now because you jump off the you jump off the pit and then the wind rises you up and then you're on like another oh, yeah. pit walk and then you just kinda platform your way. It's it's like Metroid, it's great. <laughs> but it's Scorpion versus any... Sub Zero. Did anybody else think like when I when I first saw it, and then I think it was Sub Zero and Scorpion walking, and it was like a bunch of ice and stuff. It reminded yeah. me of that ice bridge in Annihilation for some reason. Oh God, I didn't yeah, think about that. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I had I, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, we, we've seen this before. Yeah, it's you funny. Know, I thought I about it Annihilation was, a couple times, but not that time. I feel like it was a direct reference. Honestly, like they were. I think they were referencing that on purpose. Exactly. Well, this movie did have did have a shit ton of fan service, like a lot of fan service, probably an unnecessary amount of fan service. So it did, and it it did the thing though that I criticized Mortal Kombat twenty one for. It did it in a different way. My issue with that movie is that there was a lot of cool Mortal Kombat shit that was just kind of happening in the background. Right? They've got mm, all those yeah. Easter eggs all around their dirt cave and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, but it has no cohesiveness to actually yeah. like what like whatever story they're trying to tell. It's just it's one of those obvious things where like, hey guys, you remember you played Mortal Kombat back in the day? Here's this one thing that we right. that only the hardcore fans will get, and we're just going to shove yeah. it in there, which has nothing to do with anything. And it kind of pulls you out of the movie for a quick second when you see it. Right, like they, like in Mortal Kombat 21, there was a mural with like uh, Delia and either Taven or Dagon in it, and I was like, hey, and then I was oh, like, I, well, I, I, I want to watch that movie. You know, yeah, but and and what this one did a little bit, they introduced a whole bunch of new characters, but didn't give them any lines or gave them one line and then introduced them just to kind of kill them off. Like, yeah, what the fuck is up with Jade? Yeah, Jade, yeah, yeah. completely. Know, they just didn't have she got beat up twice. Room. She did, yeah. yeah. Jade was there to say some shit about wanting to kill Johnny Cage at the beginning, and then oh, wow, um, I forgot she spoke. That, but that was no, it, no, that was the only did. time. 
Yeah, that was the only <laughs> time she did. And when she and she got like X-rayed twice, and she actually came. Yeah. You know, the fact that she came back from the first X-ray means that oh, okay. But it seems like the X-rays were really just like nothing but fan service. Because how many people yeah. got their legs stabbed, their ribs it's broken? It's just like the game. <laughs> it's just like the game. And then they were and then they were able to fight. Like I mean, hell, man. Like Raiden got his ribs cracked, and then yeah. he's like, oh, I'm fine. I get to enjoy sleep now. And then he sleeps, and he's able to fight Shao Kahn and. And then dies. Yes, yeah, that was my other really issue well. too. Is like, uh, and we're kind of just merging here, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep sure. the round table thing structured. <laughs> we'll get back much to like, it. much like the realms. Right? Much <laughs> like the realms. Uh, you're exactly right. That's kind of yes. where I was going. Um, but what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up with like Jax getting his bionic arm like shattered, or Sonya getting stabbed in the leg, and it's not consequential at all? They're literally fighting again in the next scene. It's like. D- okay, dude, I know this is dude, 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 I can answer that. It's all that adrenaline. Sonya was able to do all types of crazy shit, but you know she's got to think for Johnny Cage. So that adrenaline to be with Johnny Cage kept her going, and Johnny Cage was able to find himself and do a shadow kick not once but twice in that movie. Yeah, and and he was and he landed one once. Yes, yes, he landed one. That also he didn't got- look as bad as it did in the trailer to me. I think they had it slowed down or something in the trailer because it felt better mm. seeing it in the actual context of the movie. Still they definitely cut lame, earlier, yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, Yeah, so, like, I don't know, the, the tournament fights, they weren't, they didn't do much for me because none yeah. of them felt complete. We saw little bits and pieces of, like, a montage of fighting as opposed to, like, I, w- I would have preferred maybe a shorter montage and then a couple longer fights. Yeah. Would have been more. That that would have yeah, I, that just would have satisfied me more than what we got. Um I did really like the the Kwai Lang and Hanzo story and the Cyberling Quay and everything. I thought that there was mm. some really interesting like when when it's just like a three way fight, that scene where the you know, Cyrax and Sector are attacking Hanzo and then Kwai mm. Lang stops in and it's just like it's just, you know, the the cybers versus each you know, everyone versus each other yeah yeah i was really watch. into that i thought that was done really well and uh it was fun to watch yeah but that also the resolution to the quietly <laughs> hanzo rivalry felt a little rushed and forced and like i get that they just didn't have a lot of time you know it, 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 def- it definitely did feel rushed just because like all of a sudden like you know sub-zero was all about killing scorpion for killing his brother and scorpion lily just says like one line he's like hey you know revenge is cool and all but we need to stop the glowy thing that's levitating above this other glowy thing to stop the destruction of everything so we need to team up okay and sub-zero's like okay i guess i'm gonna do it and then they just and all of a sudden they're buddy buddy it's like it's it's like the easiest revolution ever when score like when sub-zero was all about saying like oh i'll freeze these cyborgs i could kill them at any time but no right. i'm gonna freeze them and come after you to kill you and scorpion's like oh okay i guess you're gonna do this but here let me explain to you a thing in like one sentence and sub-zero's like okay i guess i'm just your buddy now and then it just it seems like it's it's very it's 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 such a quick resolution to a problem yeah. that should have had way more depth than it than it actually got yeah i would have i would have liked to see some some of the fallout like once the battle is over and everything's mm-hmm. saved like what's gonna happen then you know yeah because I because I, I like the idea of they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna put this aside for now because the universe is gonna collapse in on itself uh, okay now that problem's done what do we do next I want to see I'd, I'd like to see that rivalry like sparked up again you know I like, do like that, that moment of, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I do like no, that good. moment when uh, like uh, Qualang's about to kill Sub Zero and he can't do it. Oh, I'm sorry, about to yeah. kill Scorpion and he can't do it. And he says yeah. something like, "I'll never forgive you." And then Scorpion's like, "And I won't forgive you because he's like left alive and he hates being life is pain." No, I thought he said, "I'll never forgive me myself either." Was that what it was? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, I won't either. I think he was just basically agreeing. Oh, like, I took it as he couldn't, you know, he was mad that he didn't kill him because he want he wanted to basically suicide by Sub Zero. I think um, it, but, I think it's both. Honestly, I think you're right. I think you're onto something there too. Because mm. he's definitely living with guilt and shame about killing Bihan. Yeah. And just becoming this, you know, uh, wraith, this vengeance wraith. So I think it's both. I think, like, he would have, like, I think when he's told Kwai Lang, like, kill me, just make sure you get the Kamidogu and keep it out of the Lin Kuei's hands if you do. I think he meant that, too. He was basically, because yeah. he also said, yeah. I deserve to die. He and doesn't have anything you, else to live for, it, anyway. And it yeah. should be you who does it, you know. Right, yeah, 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 for sure. By the way, can we talk yeah. about how they just dropped the Kamidogu out of nowhere? <laughs> oh, they totally did. They totally dropped it out of nowhere. And even then, I say this as someone who's not really versed in Mortal Kombat 4 lore or the Kamidogu in general. All I know is that, like, hey, here's Shannok randomly. I kind of agree with you, Neil, that this movie felt like... I, I'm, I'm even going to go further. You say it's like a few movies put together. I say it's exactly three. It's Mortal Kombat okay. 2, it's Mortal Kombat 3, and it's Mortal Kombat 4. Like, all mashed together in one movie because we got Shinnok, we got the cyborgs, yeah. we got, like, the Mortal Kombat 2 characters, we got a tournament, we got Shao Kahn, we got Shao Kahn fighting, we've got, like, the, the Almighty Being, we've got, like, Sub-Zero, you know, avenging his mm-hmm. brother, so we got, like, that whole thing from Mortal Kombat 3. I mean, like we got, like we got, like we got all that merch into the one King movie. Fire when, God thing too. <laughs> yeah, 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 we got yeah. that. Oh yeah, and, so and, that's, that's yeah, okay. and like randomly <laughs> we got, De- and randomly we got Devora in this movie, who's from MK10. And I'm just sitting right. here like, oh, you guys are just merging all types of crap in this, They're like, like basically in this piece. But I mean, those are little superficial really things. But like story beats wise, it does kind of go over the story of four, right? Uh, Shinnok's escape and all that. So and so, yeah. It's it's Mortal Kombat four, plus the Shinnok stuff from Mortal Kombat ten. But instead of the Earth Jinsei turning him into corrupted Shinnok, it's the Kamidogu from Mortal Kombat Deception. So it's Onaga's plan given yep. to Shinnok in a combination of Mortal Kombat four and Mortal Kombat seven, or wow. sorry six Mortal Kombat six. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah wow. it's it ends up it plus the Mortal Kombat two tournament plus. Uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat three with the Lin Kuei. It's yeah, it's a lot. It's a, it's lot. a lot all on top of each other. Yeah, and this movie <laughs> is an hour and twenty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. And, an and hour and, and fucking twenty minutes. And there's a lot, and there's so much that happens that really doesn't have it. Like I, I, I remember questioning, like for example, when they had the tournament, like why people were fighting certain people. Like why does Striker yes. out of nowhere fight Shang Tsung just off the bat? Like that's his first yeah. battle. And I'm just like, why would you fight Shang Tsung first? Like, that's why does Shao Kahn fight in general? And he just like randomly steps in. He just steps in the ring. Is like, hey, I'm Shao Kahn. I'm gonna flex my chest and be like, oh, I'm just gonna fight whoever. I mean, he fought Jax because Jax beat Kentaro. That makes sense. But Striker fought someone before Shang Tsung, didn't he? No, he didn't. Oh, you mean that was his one fight? I mean, then he. No, he was. We saw him beating someone's head in. I forget who. But uh, it might like, have been. Uh, was it Lee May or is that Lee May? By the way, the the woman okay. in purple. So we're gonna <laughs> talk about this. I, I need to hear this. 
because uh, you seen you probably remember when we did that uh live with danny for next issue podcast yeah, yeah. and i i s- said it looked like lee may the credits said it looked like melina yeah uh, in the movie the, the credit said it was melina in the movie she doesn't no fangs no mouth doesn't speak Wait, she's just a she's just are you an extra. fucking kidding me the character is credited as melina but you are fucking okay i watched the um behind the scenes like featurette on the that came on the blu-ray i watched the digital version yeah and they show a they show the concept art like the the storyboard art for when it shows all of the outworld warriors mm-hmm. and that character is wow. very clearly labeled lee may uh, really yeah some asshole in the, the fucking studio exec or whatever was like a uh, purple girl yeah melina yeah, yeah. And like and that's what it sounds like but obviously they didn't do anything because my first thought when i saw that particular character because she doesn't speak i'm like that's not melina there's no size there's no like baraka mouth and there's no like crazy like katana like outfit her outfit is completely different from katana's in that movie so i'm like no this is, is totally not melina even though she's purple it's got to be something else and that's and josh when you mentioned lee may i'm like okay sure i'll, I'll run with it i don't know who the character is but it makes yeah. more sense than melina but apparently it, it was melina so i think there's a big well, miscommunication at WWE. I say it's not Melina. The credits say it is, but that, no, yeah, that's, I'll go with the That's story not points. Melina. That's totally not Melina. I have a weird feeling that they 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 changed the character at some point, but didn't finish. Because there's one part when she's fighting. I forget who she's fighting. All those, that whole fight montage was right. just... It's a lot. Maybe it was striking. Just colors and, it was just colors and noise to me. But there's <laughs> one part where... It, it zooms in like on her face, like it's trying to show off her mouth, like she would have been doing like a growl or something. Right. And they get real close into her head, like, like almost it makes like you wonder but, if they were putting teeth but in there, where they decided not to. Yeah, I feel like I that was her. they they like changed the design or the animation, and they shifted the character over to to Lee May because of I don't know budget restraints. I feel like Melina would be a pretty hard character to animate. Really, mm. I mean, probably just. Like I said, probably budget restrictions or something. Like to add all the detail into the mouth and everything, because these—I don't think these things have very large budgets, you know. Nah. And they clearly spent a lot of money on Joel McHale. <laughs> oh, is he Who, a big to do guy? I don't know anybody. In well, well, I mean, like, I mean, to be fair, like he—he—he he, he is. I mean, he played a damn good Johnny Cage. Like, to be fair, he really kind of did. He—he—he he, he probably stood out as my favorite voice actor because, like, uh. Because even like in Mortal Kombat 11, I I have said in a previous podcast on our like like on our like on our podcast that I love the voice actor for Shao Kahn in the games, yeah. and that guy was not Shao Kahn in Battle of the Realms, and it shows. I actually very much dislike Shao Kahn in Battle mm. of the Realms, but it kind of it kind of hey, uh, illustrates Shao. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, oh, and bow to me. I, I'd watch it. Let's fucking dub, redub the movie. Let's yeah, but like, yeah, but like, I, um, I, I love uh, Johnny Cage's voice actor because he's he sounds consistent and yeah. he's having fun with the role. You can clearly tell, and it just it, I can see why that he would be the best budget because he is the comic I, relief. I, so. yeah, I don't. I think it's because like I know Joel McHale and I've seen him in like Community and other stuff. Yeah. And then when I hear yeah, it, I can't not hear Joel McHale. I had that same problem too, where I was comparing some of his lines to how he would have said them as Jeff Winger in Community. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, and he's doing something different here. I got, I'm giving him credit for that. You know, like yeah. you can tell, like he's, it's two different characters, but the tone of voice is still the same. Because 
I don't think he, because he's not a voice actor, he's just using a different pitch of his own voice. Mm-hmm. It still sounds just, so it's still like, oh yeah, that's just Joel McHale doing Joel McHale. He's just, he's just not, you know, cynical and bitter and defeated right. in this like he is in, in community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he's just in a good mood. Yeah. And he's also just arrogant. Super arrogant. Yeah. Arrogant. But that's Johnny Cage. Yeah. Yeah. He's Johnny Cage to a T. Yeah. I'd never seen Community. I was a little annoyed by him in his first scene, but it's like I'd already seen the whole previous movie. Right. I guess I'd forgotten. Because I hadn't, I hadn't watched that shit since it first came out. I didn't rewatch it. I didn't do I didn't get I it did. all out. I rewatched it uh, today during work. <laughs> It's like, uh, you you rewatched it and Neil rewatched it and watched this movie twice. It's like, damn, me and Jay got to step up. Y'all guys are. But the thing is, like, the, the thing is, like, I didn't remember fans. anything from the from Scorpion's Revenge. All I remember was like the beginning bit with uh with Hanzo, and then like that's funny because like right. you, you still forgot like when we were watching it that like uh, Scorpion was the one to kill Goro, and I remember that shit. I forgot. Still, I, like, I completely what? forgot about that. Yeah. So there then are, also also. The, Oh, um, also just the fact that like Quan Chi was not in this in Battle of the Realms because he was killed in Revenge yes, of Scorpion. Yeah, yeah because Shang oh, that yeah. whole like thing between Shang Tsung and him, I do remember that. I remember when Johnny Cage was running away from <coughs> the I guess you could say the Baraka of that movie, um, where he was just kind of like just just fuddly duddling along and not really doing anything. He was just dot he was basically platforming his way through that oh. whole thing. And, oh yeah, and then, it was totally you know, like an uncharted game. Yeah, and then how like Luke Kang was fighting Goro. Goro was totally going to kick his ass, and Scorpion's like, "Yeah," and then he just like stabs him <laughs> in the damn back or something. And I'm like, exactly "Oh, what he said, remember?" And, and the whole thing is like, "Hey, yeah. remember, guys, this is Scorpion's movie. Scorpion is the like main character of this movie. Hey, remember that because he like he he's the OG. He's more powerful than everyone. <laughs> Even Raiden acknowledges it. I mean, he has hell powers." Even as a Scorpion fan, that annoys me. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't like the the extreme push to make Scorpion the hero. Yeah, like, even with a twenty twenty one movie, because he's Ed Boon's favorite. It's just he needs to be know. he needs to be more anti hero. You know, chaotic yeah. neutral. I think that's when Scorpion's best, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, like he's always been like he's never been a bad guy, but he is a fucking killer. Like right. his, his profession is killer yeah he's an assassin uh, if you look down on the line though it's like must be able to kill people without remorse it's like oh yeah, yeah i don't remember the sheer riu giving any money to charity <laughs> you can give some money to charity to, to balance no, it out, like you know? the sheer riu do not give money to charity they basically just like live in japan <laughs> and they just kill people they're assassins just like the lin kuei are too it's like i don't the lin kuei don't give money to charity either so can can i just ask a dumb question as a Mortal Kombat yeah. lore noob. Do we Absolutely. ever do we ever figure out why they're against each other, the Lin Kuei and the Shira Ryu? Because like every movie and every like the comics, the movies, the games that I've played, they've always talked about. Oh, there's a you know long-standing rivalry between the Lin Kuei and the Shira Ryu, but yes. they never like say um, why. Unless. Unless Neil oh, has more for than me, we we could see if we're who who's more well versed here. Uh, yeah. ja, um, um, Yasin, I've got your dumb answer for you, and trust me, it's dumb. Right. But the main reason why I think we got three answers. Yeah, here. but I, but I'm going to say one of them. The main answer is it's fire versus ice. That's it. I, oh, I hate you. I'm gonna. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's totally what it I is, though. <laughs> it's it's like it's orange versus blue. It's fire versus I mean, ice. It's yellow versus like blue. It, that's thematically, it is. that is correct. 
Um, but uh, I mean, of course, that's assuming that everybody in the Lin Kuei is a cryomancer and everybody in the Shirayu is yellow. And I, that's not the case, except I think it's been kind of retconned to be the case. But I do recall way back in the early games, I don't know where this is from, if it was from like notes uh, Tobias or whatever, but like it was said that Shiryu might be ex Lin Kuei members. Yeah. This... And the yellow is meant to mock the Lin Kuei. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that too. That's why Scorpion wears a, a yellow version of of the uh, the Lin Kuei outfit is because he's basically calling them cowards. Yeah, but then um, he's the one wearing it, so wouldn't belly. he be the coward? Yeah, this is early video game manual nonsense, <laughs> you know? and that's also earlier before it's like was Scorpion always considered to be Japanese because the name's Hanzo and all that didn't come to later. Yes, yeah, the the Shirai so the Shirai Ryu weren't established immediately in like Mortal Kombat 1 era, but the Lin Kuei was, right? Like Right. Lin Kuei's mentioned in Mortal Kombat they were 1 specifically Chinese. manual as being a Chinese yeah, that's at a Chinese set. So the, so I don't know the, the real life lore, they are both based on actual things that have been written about and existed. I don't want to get too deep into this. Um but there was like an actual Shirai Ryu and an actual Lin Kuei, I believe. And uh, these are like fictionalized yeah, versions of them or, you know, something at least named very similar that inspired these, you know, uh, not an expert yeah, on There's something in my back pocket. Yeah. Like apparently Dan Pacina was knowledgeable about him too. Yeah. Uh, and so is John Tobias. And there's, you know, discrepancy about whose suggestion it was to make it. Cause like, they were like, let's make a ninja clan, but let's make it the Chinese ninjas. You don't right. know about the Chinese ninjas, man. And there's a whole book, a couple books. So it's like, so yeah. if I'm remember, like, if I'm remembering actual sort of history, the, supposedly ninjutsu in general originated from someone who, I believe, a Japanese person who learned from like Chinese martial artists long ago, and then left left them and kind of took their teachings and adapted them into like a new school of martial arts. And I could be wrong about all of this. But I believe that that idea got adapted into Mortal Kombat. It, I, I can't tell you exactly where it's been presented, but I've read things that I know suggest, John Tobias has talked about it. Yeah, uh, I've read things that suggest that the guy named Takeda... So the Shirai Ryu was founded by a man named Takeda. And okay. Oh, interesting. I learned from... like we. So, Wait, you mean the real Shirai Ryu or the uh, video game? Video one? game Shirai Ryu, yeah. Okay, okay. Real Shir Shirai Ryu was founded by somebody else because I was obsessed with finding out why Scorpion in Mortal Kombat Conquest was named Takeda and then why years later we have Takeda Takahashi. Mm -hmm. Turns out the answer was in the Mortal Kombat Mythology's Sub-Zero manual. Oh, God. That, that <laughs> says that the, the uh, Shirai Ryu was founded by a man named Takeda. So that's why Conquest used that name for Scorpion because Hanzo Asashi hadn't been. Yeah, and we actually tweeted... Even though a Hellpower Ninja wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> We actually tweeted at John Tobias about this, and he's the one who pointed me to the manual. Um, and I believe the story is... Read the fucking manual, man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, man. I need to... Quit wasting my time. So, side story. I read I read everything I had. I looked through every game manual. I looked through comics. I looked through the Jeff Roven novel. I Googled. I went on wikis wow. and everything trying to find the answer to this. The only thing I didn't look at was my Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero manual, and that's where the fucking answer was. <laughs> of course it would be there. Yeah, Of course and it would be like there. It's just like the plot in the Mortal Kombat games. Like the answer is just <laughs> right under my nose the whole time. And then I podcasted about it. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, I, I think that the story is Takeda stole the techniques from the Lin Kuei to start the Shirai Ryu, and that okay. started the rivalry between the two of them because he basically like it was basically he basically Burger Kingdom, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that how Burger King came about? Yeah, he, he yeah. They stole the burger recipe from a ninja clan. Lin Kuei was McDonald's. <laughs> Shirai Ryu was Burger King. That's why Whoppers are flame broiled. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow, it took me a second. <laughs> My world has been enlightened. Um, and I could be wrong about 100% of that stuff, so sorry I wasted everybody's time with that rant. <laughs> are Burger King's burgers really for lame broiled, or do they just paint those stripes on the patties? See now, I mean, see, now, see, now I'm wondering how McDonald's Every Burger King the... you drive by, they got that smokestack. Uh, occasionally you see smoke pouring out of it. And I got to wonder if that's all show. Just, just to be like, hey guys, we're grilling the burgers. I don't believe it's it. Holograms. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's holograms. It, it would be It would be cheaper to actually flame broil them. They spend a huge amount of money on these on this hologram technology. But, uh, <laughs> it makes me, it makes me wonder now, like a couple of things, like why does McDonald, like what does McDonald's actually put in their secret Big Mac sauce, and why is their like milkshake machine always broken? These are questions. I got to spoil for you on the first one. It's fucking Thousand Island dressing. It's Thousand Island dressing <laughs> with relish mixed in. Dude, so apparently there, this is a this go. is a crazy side tangent, but I was listening. What was it? The Phil DeFranco show. I was watching that today, and apparently there's like. There's been so many complaints about the uh, McDonald's ice machine, ice cream machines always being broken in every location that they actually have like, I think it's the FDA or something is like doing I'm an back. inquiry on it. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually going in to investigate why these are happening. And apparently there's this yeah. whole thing about one company who provided the ice machines, ice cream machines, uh, provided a specific fix that can only be it's like proprietary. Like they can only go to that company. Yep. Or something like that. Yes. And it's like, it's oh, a whole thing. Interesting. My brain yeah. goes to that Scorpion is secretly financing all this just to troll the, uh, the Link way. That would be my <laughs> guess. He 100%. has no money. Okay, I want to see an animated movie about Scorpion running a Burger King and, and Sub-Zero running a McDonald's <laughs> and they just fucking... Mortal Kombat like, Legends. Constantly are like... Battle of the Burgers. <laughs> yes. Oh. And, jo- and Johnny Cage is like... And Johnny... Yeah, and Johnny Cage is like a late night cashier. Like he's giving money <laughs> yeah. people... I would love that. Let's do it. I'll write it. I'll write it tonight. I'll stay up till five in the morning to write this. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a story credit on that, right? Oh, of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's, it has to be. We we merged to come up with this idea. <laughs> so where the fuck were we? Uh, Yasin asked about the the history of the Lin Kuei and, and Shirai Yu, and I think that's. Yeah, yeah I think I got my from, answer. I just it uh, just it just frustrating that every property that we see they, <laughs> 30 minutes later you got yeah your yeah <laughs> but it's like every property that we have that shows this rivalry they always just assume that everybody knows that they're against each other and they never say why and it always yeah. bugs me because it's like it's like you know like whole villages are being just like killed and we don't know why it's happening like that was the one thing that bugged me about the 2021 movie even though i loved the first like eight minutes of it it just it's like why like, why is Sub-Zero killing this whole village just for Hanzo? We don't know why. It especially bugs me because Scorpion apparently knows, or Hanzo apparently knows Behan because he screams his name. Yeah. But he doesn't know him well enough uh, to, you know, I guess, because the scene where he's like, I may not understand your words, feels so impersonal. Uh, and I guess Bihan's just speaking Chinese to, to mock him. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and not, because he obviously knows Japanese. Right. He spoke it. Yeah. Moments ago. Maybe they both 
they both speak common, but they choose not to. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like they didn't really know each other in that particular scene where they first look at each other, which is strange. Yeah. But, you know, hey, you see, that's just fucking life back in the fucking feudal times. You live by the sword. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. lots of innocent people die. You watch Game of Thrones. You know how it goes. I've got a question about this movie. What's up? Hmm. I've watched this two and a half times, so two times all the way through. And this, yeah, because last night, last night I was watching it and I was fading, and I was like, yeah, "I'm not uh, going to okay. retain this." So, I, so I stopped <laughs> and I watched, you know, started over to, again today. Gotcha. Um, yeah, a little, little too much wild turkey. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so I was watching it today, and near the end, when the Lin Kuei have gotten the Kamidogu, and that, that I believe that's the Earthrealm Kamidogu. Uh, and that's the last one that Shinnok didn't have, right? And the and the first oh, one. So there's a whole Infinity Stones quest. Yeah, yeah, basically like yeah. the one that looks like like basically a kid's science project that he did in yeah. third grade. Pretty much, they all kind of do, um, or like like edgy teen like notebook doodles, you know. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Can I just um, say? Can I just say that I love the fact that it's in a temple that only Scorpion can unlock that he happens to have the key to, and then the thing is like not only glowing, but it's levitating in one spot over like a bridge that leads directly to it. It's just the most Saturday morning cartoon cliche sure. thing I've ever seen, and I was just chuckling the whole time when well, um, when they were going after it. I'm pretty sure in in uh, Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest mode, when you find that Kamidogu, the Earthrealm Kamidogu, it's just about 10 feet inside a cave, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Got him up yeah. But, um... <laughs> Probably because... Deceptions, conquest mode, you know, they couldn't do a whole big thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, so so in that scene when the when the Lin Kuei, when Cyrax Smoke and Sector and the Lin Kuei Grandmaster are presenting it to Shinnok and figuring out what it does, and Shinnok reveals his plan and brings out all the Oni to fuck everybody up, we see Cyrax. They, we see the Grandmaster get killed, which was tight. Mm-hmm. We see Cyrax, Sector, and Smoke fighting them. And then we cut it back to the tournament, and I think that's when we get Liu Kang's battle with uh, Shao Kahn. And then we cut back to Shinnok and everybody. And Cyrax and Sector have both been dismantled. We don't see Smoke again. Do we oh. see Smoke again? Do you guys know what happened to oh. him? I don't. Is he? I, I didn't catch that. I just That was a big blur when they were ripping apart the cyborgs yeah. like Dawn of the Dead. I mean to be, and it was such a blur. I thought they all three bit the. Yeah, I mean, to be fair though, I mean to be fair that that happens to a lot of characters. Like Jade got beaten by Liu Kang, and like Liu Kang's, like I guess you could say, like second fight, and she and she got X-rayed for the second time too. We just never see her again. Like she just like gets punched off the screen, and we see nothing. So he probably he probably did escape because you think if they killed off Smoke, we would want to have a reaction from Kwai Lang. Yeah, I felt like... Setting them up in the beginning, you know? Maybe he got away, like, I was, because I was expecting him to pop into the final fight, right? And, like, he he overcame his programming or whatever due to whatever happened, and, and Kwai Lang... And joined Scorpion and Sub-Zero Kwai Lang in that big epic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping was going to happen. It didn't happen. So, so when that I didn't see cool. his fate, I was kind of like, oh, okay, maybe they're they're not showing it because we're going to see him. He's going to pop back. Mm. And then he just never does. Unless I missed something mm. and like, he actually did get his head ripped off or something. Was he I, not like, he among gets... the pile of bodies of the, like there was a bunch of like scraps on the floor while they were like taking them apart. Was there no grade like parts or is it just, I don't think so. I, 
I could have missed something. It seemed I, I I definitely saw the part where the demons were like really focused on ripping Sector and Cyrax apart, and I didn't yeah. see any evidence of smoke in that scene. I don't know. Maybe I missed a, a cut to a bunch of robot parts all over the floor. It could but, it could just be that they forgot to put them in there. <laughs> they did yeah. the anime, or it could be yeah. that, or it could be they did intend for them to escape, and maybe we're thinking about adding them to the final little battle Saturday morning cartoon battle, but maybe they just didn't. Because it because it feels like without it feels like without that smoke and uh, the smoke and Kwai Lang like kind of reuniting smoke overcoming his programming, or you know Kwai Lang having to face him because he's they're best friends right and they shift yeah. Kwai Lang completely yeah. over to Hanzo's side and we don't see smoke again we don't get any payoff for that Cyberling Quay yeah. storyline you know and that at this point as far me. as a satisfying smoke. Sub Zero story. Uh, wow, Defenders of the Realm did it better. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> I listened to y'all's episode on it, and you didn't love it, but you gotta admit that moment where no. it's silly, where he's like, "We can no longer be friends." No, you... but then when Striker comes up to Sub Zero and asks him if he's okay, and he's like, "Physically," and I'm like, yes. "God damn it, that don't hit me right in the feels." No, you're you're a hundred percent right. You you're right. You're right. But you're at right. least like technically it did have more closure we were a little hard on that episode i think as a whole um we've been hard on that show in general <laughs> i mean that show deserves to be that yeah. show deserves to be bashed in the face for a lot of reasons so <laughs> i mean i i voiced my pleasure uh watching it but you know yeah it's it's not but, a good show, so. but one thing i kind of like wanted to bring up that uh that battle of realms and scorpion's Revenge have that i think like deserves more um uh, more context is the actual art style that they use for that i actually yeah. personally really really uh, like it you've seen josh are kind of like iffy on it but i personally love it like granted animation wise i think it could definitely be better there's definitely some stiff moments like uh yeah. I, I think like neil like uh like we talked about this earlier but when johnny cage does his shadow kick it looks stiff. It looks like it's like two frames of animation, just enough to get his foot sticked out. And then they just kind of like... It's move, just like the game. They just move his cell across the game in like one fluid motion, and it looks weird. But the actual design of all the characters, like with their hard black lines and how like everybody has these like sort of triangle-shaped like black, um, hard black uh, lines around everybody, yeah. I actually kind of dig it. It's a very sharp, regal style, and yes. I really don't have much problem with it i love the way kentaro looks i love the way shao khan looks i love the way shang sung looks um johnny looks good Liu Kang looks good really i don't think anybody looks bad like the only one i will say is that scorpion his face looks like like yeah. a crumbled up yeah. piece of paper like if you crumbled up a piece of paper and stuck it on scorpion that's what his <laughs> face looks like unfortunately I, and that's and that's like my only problem with it i'm with you on that i do not like the way on his forehead they've they've given him like those ridges to yeah. i guess show how burned up and everything he is um because in yeah. in Scorpion's Revenge, when he's in the Nether Realm, he doesn't look like that. Yeah. Then when yeah. he becomes oh, Scorpion, God, he gets that those ridges, those Klingon ridges on his forehead, and it it bugs the shit out of me because it's like, you know, I, I understand it's supposed to be like burn scars or something, maybe, right? Well, he didn't die by burning, so it doesn't make sense really when you get to it. No, but maybe like he got cleansed by fire to become Scorpion or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, that feels like uh, you know what? some shit they would pull. Uh, did they show the birth of Scorpion, quote-unquote, in, in fucking Revenge of Scorpion? Because they of Scorpion. did not. No, he, he, get, he basically gets, like, propositioned uh, yeah. to work for uh, uh, Guan Chi. 
And then, yeah, and then I think we right. cut away to Johnny Cage. Yeah, and then the next time you something. see him, he already has the whole getup. By the way, like okay. I yeah, that's lame. I, I'm not a fan of the look. Either. I will I will say yeah. like yeah, I don't I don't like the look. Like I mean, it grows on you. Like I've having in the last two days I've, or three days I've watched Battle of the Realms and then I watched Scorpion's Revenge, so I'm like used to it now. But yeah, it didn't bug me in this one as much as it did the first go. I think it was a shock because it's like it's just so weird that like the shading is so harsh on everything equally. Like, it's harsh on the skin is the same as it is on the clothes and everything. It's just, it looks weird. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I like the animation style of this overall. Um, it's very similar to what DC does with a lot of their, like, animated... Because, you know, Warner Brothers produces all the DC animated stuff, too. Yeah. And they've done, like, a whole series of these for, you know, Justice League, you know, Teen Titans, Judas Contract, Batman, tons of Batman stuff, of course. You know, yeah. they did a whole animated universe in in one specific style and this is very close to that and i've watched a lot of those i, I think i've watched all of them probably <laughs> yeah so it may be that i've just grown accustomed to it, it the, uh, it's not exactly the same you know like they've they've they definitely made some stylistic choices for the mortal Kombat movies and of course the settings and everything feel they do feel very mortal Kombat nine to me yeah. I think that yeah. I think that because and I think the reason why is that like if if any of if anybody here listening has grown up on anything that Bruce Tim did. So like when I say Bruce Tim, I mean like Batman the animated series. I'm talking like Superman the animated series and then going into like Justice League because Bruce Tim's style is very like squared and sort of light yeah. black line, but it's very squared. So when you translate that into WB animation and then you get like this whole you know, bigger black line, sort of sharp regal style from Mortal Kombat. It does actually translate well. So, Neil, I think you hit on something well, because I, I'm thinking the same thing because I'm used to that too. Like when I right. saw this, I'm like, okay, like the colors pop out. Everybody like looks decently sharp and regal. Like uh, the way the human form is translated onto screen is different from person to person. Like Shao Kahn and Katana and Shang Tsung and Liu yeah. Kang all look very, very different. They don't have the same like palette swap, you know, sort Sort of human form from person to person to person just with different colors on them they actually their forms are actually different and i think that's yeah. why it kind of like works but it doesn't translate as well from some people to others like for example like with baraka baraka it, like baraka's a palette swap and they just use the cartons <laughs> in that movie and any one of those p any one of the cartons that you see anywhere in that movie <laughs> could have been baraka and baraka doesn't even <laughs> talk know, so it's just like you said it wrong a couple times so like it's like it's it's kind of like all over the place, but like Shang Tsung, Raiden, um, uh, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, they all look very very different from everybody else. Well, here's the thing, like totally. I, I I I'm okay with the the designs, like the the actual character designs of of everybody is cool. I I dig that. Like it it works. Mm-hmm. It it lends itself to you know fight animation pretty well because you know you don't want to have too complicated of a design. So I I dig the designs. It's just it's the choice. I don't I don't know why, but it's it's the the thick black black lines for like, I guess it's the shading, the it, knuckles, it's the, the, the knuckles, knuckles the and the people, arms. Because like, I thought they were wearing brass knuckles or something. I've shit. seen other people complain about the knuckles in particular. That's so funny. <laughs> what is the thing? It's it's uh, yeah, like, my get... my thing is that it reads as shading for every, like in you know on the you know arms or the torso everything it, it reads as shading right, but it doesn't change. Like the same parts are always yeah thick black lines like it doesn't change depending on 
if they turn or move or whatever. That that's what bugs me. Like if it if right. it was if that's it was changing point. like as they moved and but it was still the thick black lines, that would make that would work for me. That'd be totally fine. It's just the fact that it all looks painted on them that it bugs me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that makes that that makes sense. I think a lot of that is because there's they're saving animation budget for mm. some of the like when they want the fights and stuff to be a little bit more fluid and have yeah. more, you know, more frames or whatever. Right, right. They're then in the non-fighting scenes, everything to me does feel a little stiff. Yeah. You know, like yeah. faces aren't changing, arms aren't moving. There's not like a lot of life to everybody when they're not in a, in a fighting, in a fighting scene. True. That's true. what we call them, right? Fighting scene. Fighting scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, I, I, again, I think it's just a limitation, like a budget limitation. Probably, I think so. You but, know? Uh, can I ask you, like, did did y'all, th- what did y'all think of the fighting, like the fight animations in this? Because, like, like watching Scorpion's Revenge again, I feel like Scorpion's Revenge put a lot more effort into the fight, like, not just the choreography, but so the too. animation and like the blocking of it than Battle yeah. of the Realms. So I agree with you on that, just because, like, from an animation standpoint, this style that they use for both Scorpion's Revenge and this movie, it can work, but they didn't do nearly as good of a job in Battle of the Realms as they did in Scorpion's Revenge, probably just because they had so much more to work with. There's like fight after fight after fight after yeah, fight. Like from beginning to end, it's just, th- there's a lot of fighting in Battle of the Realms. So obviously you're not going to get that consistent flow of animation when those real, when those big fights really count. Scorpion's Revenge had the advantage of like, it, it, it actually was able to build up to those fights. So when you actually get them, there's a bigger payoff for them. But in Battle of the Realms, it's just, you know, boom, 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 boom. Like again and again and again and again and again. And unfortunately, they're going to last probably not too long. So it's going to be like eating cheese at crackers with Coke. Like you're just going to be just <laughs> stuffing this, like stuffing snack downs every single time a fight comes in. It's it like it really is like eating. Yeah, <laughs> it really is like easing, uh, like like easing, uh, easing, um, eating um, just snacks while you're just like watching a fight for no reason. And because of yeah. that, the animation is just not going to translate well. And yeah. uh, really, they kind of dropped the ball a little bit too. There, there's a lot of stiff moments in there. Like I, I mentioned Johnny Cage's shadow kick, but it doesn't end there. When Liu Kang was fighting Shao Kahn at the end, when he was doing his oh, yeah. yeah, like th- that felt stiff. Um, Raiden doing his Superman, even though like it was fun to see him do it, it felt like blinking you may miss it because it didn't have a lot of build up to it. He just did it and it was over. I think I, I think I actually did miss it. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, you probably did, but he did his Superman. Yeah, because he doesn't do his trademark. It was really quick, and he didn't do his trademark, you know, thing because it, just different voice actor. And he, yeah, I forget what he said. He kind of went Kamehameha. <laughs> he kind of says something. It was it was Kamehameha. It wasn't he. Yeah, it was very Kamehameha. Yes, it was. And it it didn't have a lot of energy to it. You know, expect Raiden to be just screaming, but maybe it's because he's immortal now. He's just like, yeah, yeah. He's he's too tired. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He doesn't hasn't have enough. Back. He's not used to needing carbs to get through the day, you know. But also, like, <laughs> it's kind of fascinating to see how they save on animation. Because one thing I notice when I think when I think back uh, back about it, but do you notice that whenever a character is about to do a signature move, like any signature move, doesn't matter who it is. But you notice how the camera zooms in on them. Scorpion's mm-hmm. about to throw his spear. It zooms in on him, like super close before he throws it. Sub-Zero is about to do his ice. It zooms in on him, when, you know, there. Striker's about to throw, like, his baton swing or whatever. It zooms in on him. Shao mm-hmm. Kahn's about to throw his hammer. It zooms in on him. That's a con- Maybe that-, that goes back to 
zooming in on Lee May, maybe it wasn't. Well, the reason why they do that is that like they do that because they like the idea of implying that they're moving their hand or moving their leg without actually having to animate yes. more of it. It's a it's a tactic. Um, yeah. And yeah, so they, they pranked do, us, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they prank a lot Dude, of that, and then notice that the camera cheated. and notice that the camera cuts to the other person standing still, where they're like, "Oh no!" And then they get hit by it. Like for example, when Shao Kahn catches Kung Lao's hat and then throws him at him, and then by the time you actually see Kung Lao getting hit by his own hat, it's like, "Oh, it's too late!" Like it, it actually like shows the entire hat in a side. Um, um, in a side platform, I guess you could say like a side shot, like just going like from point A to point B across the screen, and then boom, it just hits Kung Lao when he could have easily dodged it, but he doesn't. It's just it it's a, it's a save animation tactic. So, so that's where you can really see the budget cuts uh, yeah. for when they actually do animation and shit like that. So it's 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 pretty prevalent throughout this movie. And in Scorpion's Revenge, it wouldn't surprise me if it is prevalent that too, but they hide it better because there's more dialogue between the characters and the fights have a bit more payoff. No, they they, also, they animate so many so much more movement in Scorpion's Revenge, I feel like, than they do in this one. They, they really do. That that opening scene in Scorpion's Revenge with you know, where quote unquote Bihan yeah. and the Lin Kuei are, are oh, yeah. you know murdering the and hanzo gets his blood rage and just fucking murders oh God, everyone such a good scene there was a lot of fluid shit in that scene i it remember really being impressed was. like i was on board at that moment like they they spent a ton of money on that they even shifted like animation styles to make it more stylized almost yep. like i mean it, it, it was more was, anime there was there was nothing that cool in this movie like nothing uh, had that much care put into it yeah when yeah, he when he gets the sword and he starts to swing it and it like stretches like his yeah. form gets stressed or whatever, it looks all scratchy. Yeah, it's, yes, yeah, it's dope. Like, and Man, anytime, anytime Sonya Blade has a fight, it looks awesome. Like, yeah, her fights are really good in Scorpion. Yeah, Revenge. they are. Yeah, they they were like, sorry about Defenders of the Realm. We're gonna give Sonya some good <laughs> shit to do in this one. Yeah, <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, and. She- yeah, yeah, and she's not and she's not screaming combat time at the end of it and doing like one combat. kick. Well, she does combat some really cringe. She doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could give you this. Gonna <laughs> You're welcome. Um, we're gonna start talking about Scorpion's Revenge instead of this one. Um, uh, well, I mean, we yeah, we haven't done an episode on it. We, we probably will at yeah. some point. I'll come. I'll come back for that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll convince you all that it's the best Mortal Kombat movie, dude. I'm. I am probably getting a year there. from now, but yeah. like I, I was sort of like Joshua. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like kind of iffy on Scorpion's Revenge, but watching it today, that movie is way better than I remember it being. I think I the big difference for me between the two is that I felt like Scorpion's Revenge gave me a lot. It set up a lot and it paid off a lot of things in a really short amount of time. But I didn't feel like anything really got shortchanged, right? Yeah, like I, I, it felt pretty yeah, complete fair. to me, and this movie it's basically MK1. Yeah, and and Battle of the Realms made like it gave me a whole bunch of stuff, but it felt like it was just giving me pieces of everything as opposed yeah. to, like nothing felt like it had enough closure, enough build up, enough yeah. stakes. I don't know, everything that... just felt, you know, they they were just they shoved more stuff in, and they couldn't give enough time to everything. Yeah, and that's so, one and that's one hundred percent true. Like Scorpion's Revenge felt like I guess at the most two movies. You have Scorpion's story and then you have 
the Mortal Kombat one tournament on Shang Tsung's Island. That's kind of what you right. have. But in Battle of the Realms, you have like as I said earlier, like three stories. You have Mortal Kombat two, three, and four merged into one movie with all types of pacing issues in under an hour and a half. And yeah. you've got and like 10 all and these... six and maybe part of nine. <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and, and then you have splashes of ten in there, like like and... like as well for no reason. So it just felt like a mismatch, which is why the pacing of Battle of the Realms is kind of crappy. Like as yeah. a as a thing well scorpion's revenge it's just a simpler idea so really scorpion's revenge is going to win just because it's just a simpler idea and the bar is set a lot lower to execute while it's like battle of the realms they have like five different things merged into one and there's just no way they're going to be able to do it but they tried anyway because lol money i guess i don't know one could theorize that they they probably got you know, hot off a of Scorpion's Revenge and wanted to really do something big, and they probably bit off more than they can chew. Yeah, I think I think that's probably true. I think they probably had a lot of animation assets ready to go, so they yeah. were then able to spend money creating new ones. But then they crammed too many things into one thing, right? Absolutely. And maybe they classic problem. Maybe they planned. I don't know behind the scenes. Like I feel like I when I heard that they were doing animated Mortal Kombat movies a a year or two ago before Scorpion's Revenge was even out. I, I felt like they had planned to do like three or four of them. Mm. Um, when I watched this behind the scenes featurette again, they mentioned like we, when we set out to make Scorpion's Revenge, we, we were going to make this a two part thing. And I was a little bit like, yeah, I'm going to call shenanigans on that because this felt rushed. Like you didn't yeah. pace the first movie. Like if this was going to be two parts, like some of the stuff from this one should have been added to that one. Right. Yeah. And then you should have had a little bit more room in this one to really, you know, flesh things out and polish them a little bit better. So oh, I do yeah. feel like maybe they they shifted plans because there's I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's apparently a rumor, a leak out there that HBO Max is trying to develop an animated Mortal Kombat series. Oh, no, I did not see. I, I have like, no I idea. I've watched the crap out of that, actually. So, yeah, just. Take that. Like at HBO Max. Take this with a grain of salt because I do not know how true this actually is. I I did when I saw it on Twitter. I tried to dig into it. It was all linking back to the same YouTube video that apparently <laughs> had this leak. But apparently, like you know how this shit goes. They're like, oh no, this is from a very credible source. Yep. Who has been right about other things? Yada yada yada. My I don't dad have any works insider. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. My dad, <laughs> my uncle works at Nintendo, and I've already played Super Mario Brothers four on the NES. Um, Boy, I'm all of a sudden remembering the the Shin Godzilla rumors that happen now, and those never came true. So maybe this one won't either. Yeah, like that's from a reputable source. I won't go into that because I'll be talking for twenty minutes about that. And of course, you know, even if this is true and it is something that's in the works, that doesn't mean it'll actually happen because studios change plans all the time right, right? yeah but maybe the I reason it's been supposed to be a legend of zelda netflix show for the longest oh, time God. hadn't happened yeah that's been that's been supposed to have for like 10 years now or some shit i don't yep. even know yeah i hope it never happens i, I don't fuck it up i don't yeah. know eh. but maybe maybe they did cut this down from a series of movies into two so that they could then focus a budget onto a, a television series and maybe that oh. will or won't happen like this is all spec- this is all speculation. Except of also, doesn't Mortal Kombat media just seem to be low budget in general? Like the first, the '95 movie was a low budget movie. Yeah, uh, Annihilation was significantly higher, but it's not, you know it's still probably smaller. And like 2021 is a cheap movie. It just seems like Mortal Kombat isn't a tentpole franchise that you throw in the big budget. It ain't. It's a, a big budget game. Well, 
That's the thing. Yeah. The games are Yeah, it's a big bunch of game at all the media. Yeah. But I think that they know that there's a whole bunch of suckers out there like us who are going <laughs> to pay pay to uh, watch the, yeah. these things. And yep. I mean, actually small like, side, is it a big budget game? Like, like now cuz like starting out it certainly was. No, now it is. Uh but now in the nether yeah. realm. These are uh, these are premium AAA titles now for sure. I mean, I put it this way, Josh. Uh, like, like that's why they're like packed with so much useless shit. Like, 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 <laughs> when, like, like when you can actually get like real attention being paid to these like actual types of movies. Like, granted, I know this sounds kind of weird as like a weird shout out, but like Grace Randolph from Beyond the Trailer is actually now into Mortal Kombat, and she's reviewing all the movies too, and she's like totally into it, even though she knows nothing about the lore or the characters, and she, and she's actually reviewing these movies to her audience on YouTube. So yeah, it's. It, like it's catching on and becoming a bit bigger, and the games do actually play a part you're in saying that too. People are catching Mortal Mania. Yes, they are. It's like them, thirty it's, years it's, later. It's, 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 it's like the commercial, but people are now gathering in the streets now, and like the kid is still screaming. Oh yeah, you got to guy social distance. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at that! You got two in a row. <laughs> But one thing, like one thing, I, I kind of like some air horns. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to address that I think we need to talk about with Battle of the Realms is what this movie did that was legit good. And in my opinion, at least from a Mortal Kombat lore perspective, if you say I Kung will Lao, admit, I'll punch you. I'm not gonna say Kung Lao, even I though I'm swear. gonna. I'm, dude, I'm gonna wanna, say Kung Lao later on. But I'm not gonna I say talk that. about that too. <laughs> I want to talk about that very much so. Um, but the first thing I'm going to mention is that it does do a lot of fan servicey things that if you are a hardcore MK fan, then you're going to find reasons to actually like this movie. Like seeing signature yeah. moves, seeing x-rays kind of over over in abundance but was still fun. And then also seeing certain people's like finishing moves and the gore and the way the fatalities work is all, oh, totally. in my opinion, very, the very, very, very good. The way they killed Striker. Yes, the way they killed that Striker. Was so I thought satisfying. Was great. Was <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. And I'm a Striker fan. And I was is like, that, oh shit. Is that kind of like a meme thing? Like, Kung Lao, it seems to be a meme that he dies. And is Striker kind of the same way? It's like no one likes Striker anymore. So we're just going to fucking give him the most like gruesome death ever. He shouldn't have been in this game. In this movie. In this game. I mean, he has no reason to be in this movie at all either yeah but dude i like now, now i love, can't be in the next i love striker i'm never gonna say i dislike him i love johnny moore but striker i love striker i hate striker and i hate <laughs> you for liking striker <laughs> <laughs> that's okay jay likes a lot of things that make me want to hate him <laughs> yes but you know that's the point because striker i know why jay likes striker because he's just a, nor- a, a dude right? yeah he's, he's a, a dude. dude who throws grenades why would i hate him <laughs> He just throws okay. grenades at people. Like that's why I like him. And then yeah, but like Kombat Sector 3, like could... shoots like rockets out of his chest or something like that, doesn't he? Yeah, but Striker can like Uzi you in a corner. Like he pulls out an Uzi and Uzi's Sony, you in a corner. Sonya Blade shoots you yeah. with or, or Cassie Cage shoots you with guns. Well, that's yeah. different. Striker's a little bitch. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but exactly, but Stri- but Striker does it with such finesse. Like he Cassie does shoots her. There's no finesse with Striker. Yes, he does. He 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 throws his gun up and down, and you can corner He's combo never been him graceful. in Mortal Kombat Three. It's so He's never no, been graceful he, he, in his life. That's not the point of him being graceful. That's he why he throw a grenade and Uzi you, and then he has his baton, and he'll like you know just I feel like this is where should we cut in with a Spanish flea introduced. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess just fun fact, Yassine and I do not like each other in Mortal Kombat. We have rivalries so bad in, the, in this game. In Mortal Kombat. In Mortal Kombat? It's not, <laughs> Mortal it's Kombat. not, restri- it's not being so restrictive. It's not just Mortal Kombat. 
Uh, it's yeah, like it's Tekken, it's Garo, Mark of the Wolves. Like, I don't believe in boundaries. <laughs> Words with friends, draw something, all of the games. Every game. It could be Tetris. I just Sonic uh, Shuffle on the Dreamcast. You guys are cutthroat about that one. <laughs> we are. You can't. I can't stand him in that. <laughs> but also, like um, other things, I thought I actually thought were pretty good. Is that one thing that probably is missed? I love the fact that whenever they're like in the tournament aspect, right? Shao Kahn is sitting on his throne, and he literally says "fight," and it's just like the game. And I thought that was very, very cool that they even it's throw that fight. I, I know it sounds kind of dumb, but little things like that I very much appreciate. And then the finish him. Why aren't you and then guys fighting yet? This is Mortal Kombat. By the way, Neil, you know, your voice doesn't need to be deeper. You realize that, right? You already have a deep voice. You don't need to be deeper. Oh my god. Brock? That's fucking that's Satan. Yeah. I shouldn't Actually, have this. That... I shouldn't have these things at my disposal. All I'm going to do is press no, man, buttons and turn knobs. That's yeah, what that's yeah, what man. MK PodQuest is just going to be. It's just going to be a bunch of soundboard effects from now on. Just going to do the whole podcast like this next time. <laughs> oh God! Is that your uh, Devora voice? Yes, that's his Devora voice. Straight yes, up. we are Devora. <laughs> 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 That's creepy. <laughs> That's so creepy. I love it. Oh. I think you're selling me. I think you're selling me on the sound device. I want to get one of these. I want to make my own voices. Oh god! I, I, was, I will oh, not god, be able to way. handle you with a freaking soundboard. I swear. <laughs> but uh, uh. but definitely like but but definitely like all the lore stuff. I thought was actually pretty good in Battle of the Realms too. Like even like granted, it's a mismatch of or mismatch of just. Confuction just thrown together in a, yeah. a chicken pot pie of more a lick of MK shit. I mean, for the most part, that's pretty much what it is. But it's still cool the fact that they threw it in there. We get Shinon, we get the Dokugami, we get like we get Shao Kahn saying <laughs> fight. We get, so, yeah. we get, I'm sorry. sorry the, you tried. Yeah, the, the I com, know. The Kami Dogu. It's okay. You guys didn't play the 3D era games. It's all right. The, yeah, the right, yeah, we don't know about those. Yeah. The Kundalini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shows it shows it shows how much I play Mortal Kombat, like pretty much four or five or six or whatever. Like I, I haven't played those games, so obviously it's gonna show. Yeah. So So okay. <laughs> that brings me to a theory, right? Okay. Because supposedly Baraka was in this movie. Big theory boys? Yeah, I you know, I took I took that one off the board to put on my Fuck! my intro oh. sound. Oh. Sorry. Oh. But uh this is a big theory boys right here. So we had <laughs> We had what we thought was Baraka in Scorpion's Revenge, but then right. in this one, there's right. another Tarkatan general, and Johnny Cage is fighting him, and he says, didn't I kill you? Right? And that was like yeah. a little Right, reference. yeah, yeah. So, here's my theory. This is a reference to Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm, where Baraka has been killed mm. in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which we all know is a is a, a prequel to Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm, even though it was made a year later. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the Tarkatans have a new leader, and in episode one, they named the new leader of the Tarkatans as Carbrack. So right. I think that we had Barack in out? the first movie, and we actually had Carbrack. Oh. Carbrack is in this one. Yeah. Carbrack just wants, makes me want to say carburetor. Yes. It's it's right, basically yeah. Baraka like rearranged and then like one letter removed. It just makes me want to say it just makes me want to say car wreck like his face. Yeah. And like Defenders of the Realm, 
yeah, totally. <laughs> wow. But still, that's actually pretty cool because, like, I mean, granted, you could totally theorize that because none of the Cartatans actually, like, speak a word in that movie other than just, like, rah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, that's all oh, they yeah. do. So that be, very well could have been the case. It could be any. Boy, we need one. to dig into the credits. Oh, the credits say Barack. The credits oh. and that concept art that mentions Lee May or that storyboard that labels Lee May. It all says Baraka. But if but if they change Lee May to Melina, it could be Carbrack. Wait, but what does it say in the, in Scorpion's Revenge? Does it also credit Baraka? I don't think it's credited at all because he didn't say anything. It was just grunts. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, well, that's what I was gonna ask about Lee May slash Melina. She didn't say anything either, did she? Except for I guess grunts. Uh, I guess somebody had to credit the grunts, or did she have a line? All right. So she here it is. Well, here's Scorpion's Revenge. Let me see if anyone's listed as Baraka. Gang Demon Torturer. I believe that was actually Moloch. Uh, no credit. Oh. No credit for Baraka. Interesting. Okay. And then uh, Battle of the Realms. Had all of these tabs up earlier. Closed them because I'm bad at podcasting. Um, <laughs> we all are. Some worse than others. <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to say? Is that directed at me? No, it was, it was directed at the striker lover. <laughs> okay, so Greg Gray, Gray, oh, Gray yeah. Griffin, who voices Katana and also voiced uh, Satoshi, um, Hanzo's child. Right. Is also the one who yeah. is credited with doing the voice for Melina, so they just had her do efforts for this other character, and then they decided I to credit see. it as Melina. Let me go back to the to. Oh. We got time, right? This um, is a Lucy yeah, Goosey, Lucy Goosey podcast. Time? Oh yeah, this is just a time Lucy is a human Goosey. concept. I just time. I don't know. Like I, time is a flat circle, much like the Mortal Kombat icon. <laughs> There's <laughs> just like the Colosseum ring. There's no but, voice yes. credit for the Tarkatan on IMDb for Scorpion's Revenge. So we have no idea who, who okay. it was. But, Dang it. But, but one shout out to one Matthew Lillard who voiced yes. Shaggy in the logo, which I yeah, was so I was happy to see I was that. so happy to see that. I'm like, yes, Matthew Lillard voiced Shaggy. That's great. I love Even that they did that. I love that they did that too. That was wonderful. So that's Famously, another great thing about Battle of the Realms. From the Wing Commander movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was also, in the Wing Commander movie. He was also in She's All Jesus That Christ. with Freddie Prince Jr. If you remember that nineties team. Flick. What's he look like in real life? I never he's seen a tall. Him. Does he look like Shaq? Have you seen? Have you seen Scream? No, actually. Oh. Oh, have you seen Scream? Have you seen Hackers? Have you seen SLC Punk? Let's keep naming Matthew Lillard no. movies. Let's just yeah, do that I agree. Like oh, and Hackers I saw like when I was ten. I don't remember. Have you Have you seen the first <laughs> Scooby Doo live action movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, well, that's Shaggy. That He's Shaggy. Yeah, in that movie. he plays Shaggy in the, the wait, live wait. action Scooby Doo movies, and then he got the voice role when they rebooted the cartoon. Yeah, he's. Oh, so he does look like Shaggy. Yeah. I thought they got someone to. Oh fuck! Mind blown. Josh, remember when I made you watch um, Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated? Yeah, yeah, that happens yeah. To be Shaggy animated, was Matthew Lillard in that series. I know that. I just want to know what he looked like, and I for, I didn't realize that it's he also played a live though. action Shaggy. Y'all just could yeah. have just said that. He's a tall. Yeah, guy. I know, right? Like we're talking about Scooby Doo and Shaggy and Matthew Lillard, and I go right to hackers or something. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, have you seen, seen Scream? Cool SLC boys. Punk. Uh, I think he was in Thirteen Ghosts. You're like, oh yeah, he was also Shaggy in live action. Yeah. <sighs> 
and I'm just over here like, hey guys, have you have you seen have you seen hackers with like freaking like what Chris Vanderbeek or whatever his name is, Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, Johnny Lee Miller or something uh, like that. Um, and I love yeah. that movie. I need to watch the I, movie again. I will watch Hackers any day of the week. I love I that will, fucking movie. I Famously, will, I will, I, dude, I will watch it with you. That, that'll Hackers, be a Stan Aykroyd in that? No. 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 <laughs> okay. And, I remember Hackers, but I don't. Angelina Jolie is in it. Yes, she is. What? She's wonderful. Isn't this like from the 80s? Josh, Hackers is a better movie than Battle of the Realms. Hackers fucking bangs, and it opens with the song. I'm doing math. This I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. It opens with the song that Liu Kang, that Sonya and the boys are walking back That's to the fun. temple with <laughs> at the end of Mortal Kombat '95. They share us. They Wait, share a soundtrack. Wait, are you fucking kidding? No, yes. I'm not kidding. No. Oh, oh, that, that, not kidding. Oh, I remember. For a second, it. I He's thought right. you were talking about Annihilation. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, the, yeah. The song at the end of 90, MK '95 is in Hackers. Yep. Yeah, it, no, it, it, that like, song it is, at the end I mean, of MK95 made me choke. They're up. they're, they're kind of close, like when they were released. <laughs> I, I forget the year when Hackers came out. It was before the '95 movie, but it's like '93 or '94, right? Hackers transcends time; it's eternal. It is. I, you know what? Okay, yes, I, I to, agree. I need to go back and revisit this. <laughs> I need to watch. Anyway, this isn't it. a Hackers podcast. Can be, could um, be. It can be. It very could be. It could be. I mean, Hack I would the love to last. I mean, I would love to talk about how Scorpion and Sub Zero are just an allegory for the binary code that makes the, the that makes the system and hackers actually work to hack the planet. I would love to talk oh about. That. Yeah, man, God. we're all just a bunch of ones and zeros. I know, right? Yeah, I get down to it. Yeah, I mean, Sub Zero would totally be zero cool in that movie. There's no question about that. Jesus. Out, <laughs> out. Yes, we killed Jay. Keep hitting the gunshot, gunshot. one. I, I didn't do that on. I hit the wrong button that time. That was my bad. I just meant to hit the regular. Oh, I thought one. the gunshot always oh, always followed the rim shot. You got a rim shot, then you got a gunshot. Yeah. Makes sense. But tell me, I'm wrong. The sub zero would totally be zero cool. I love it. Totally would. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So battle of the realms. I got one other issue. Yeah, battle of, anyway. with battle of the realms. Yeah, go ahead. It, go ahead. Really inconsistent. It's technically still your turn. <laughs> okay, that's right. Eventually, you guys got to say oh, something about all of that. I've been saying uh, all types of stuff. I think we kind of did our comments yeah. along. I think we might re- revise this as just being a free for all. But you know, we'll, we'll speed through our comments after you. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yes. I, okay, I, you know what? I'm gonna. I got two more statements about this. The the first is they were really inconsistent with the with the fatality rules in this, right? Because mm. yeah, I noticed that. Cert, like new characters they introduced. It, it was obvious they introduced them just to get killed. But then when you had a main character, right? Like this, these movies are very, very much focused on, on Sonya and the boys, you know, Luke Kang, yeah. Johnny Cage, Sonya and Jax. And yeah, those right. are like, that's, they're going to be safe, right? We're never going to see any of them die. If they do more of these, I doubt we'll see any of them die. We might see Johnny Cage die cause that's canon, but I don't think that we will. Um, God willing. So Stryker shows up, oh, you know, he's going to get, going to get got. Right, so I didn't yeah. know that actually. I just figured, okay, we're we're embracing MK3 cast. I, I that that caught me off guard. Him getting killed. The the thing that gave it away for me was when Johnny Cage fights Devora and Devora kicks him in the balls and then just stands there while he like recovers from it. Like mm, this yeah. is this is Mortal Kombat. She could have just moved in and murdered him and he would be dead, and that would have fit because Johnny Cage dies, right? 
So and then, and then he walks up and says, "You lost." And I'm like, "Okay, I guess you're not encouraged yeah. to kill your opponent. It's just if you want to." Except sometimes you are encouraged to kill your opponent, and it does seem like Outworld's invasion him. plan would be to kill all the Earthrealm warriors. So why didn't Devora just kill him? She obviously could have, and it's obviously within the rules. You know, that's a good point. And, yeah, and then you've got like, yeah, you know, then Shang Tsung goes up against Striker somehow, and fucking <laughs> rip, makes Striker rip <laughs> his own head off. You know, like. God, that was so insane. Brutal. And then when you've got when he snorted him up, I thought I thought he was going to do his MK2 fatality and just blow him up. But then they went they went further, and I'm like, yeah. oh Jesus, God. And then you've got like when like Shao Kahn, like he he faced off against Jax after Jax ripped Motaro's arms off, which was a nice reference to Goro ripping off Jax's arms in, mm-hmm. in uh, Scorpion's Revenge. I like it's almost yeah. like revenge. Like I like that they reversed it, but also like we all know Kentaro's a fucking wuss by comparison. So <laughs> it wasn't actually really not is. if the AI for MK2 has anything to say about it. But. Yeah, <laughs> that's right? fair. We often mention in our podcast that Kentaro is just furry Goro. Furry, furry Goro. Goro for, 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 yeah, same thing. <laughs> um, but so then uh, Jax faces off against Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn beats him and doesn't kill him. Like, why would Shao Kahn not do that? Like, he, right. you know. Yeah. And then he murders. But then he kills Kung Lao. And then he murders the fuck out of Kung Lao. And we've seen Kung Lao get murdered twice this year. And I won't stand for it. I, dude, it's gonna happen. I'm again. so pissed off that like 2021 was supposed to be the year of Kung Lao. We got the, we had the movie. I was hyped. And then he gets killed by freaking Shang Tsung. Yeah. And then we get this movie, and I see a glimpse of Kung Lao. I'm like, please let him survive. And then he. He gets killed by his own hat. You know what? I, 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 I need to address yeah. this because, like, when Stryker got killed by Shang Tsung, I saw Yasin saying, like, yes, 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 take that, Jay, take that. Like, it's, you know, like, I was like, you know what? It's fine. And then the very next. I was so happy. And then the very next <laughs> scene, you know, Kung Lao, like, gets murdered just as brutally. And I'm just laughing the entire time because I'm like, you I was mad. And dude, just, I was like. Yeah, because, dude, Yasin, I have, I, I, I don't have just one gif. I have two gifts I can throw at oh, you Jesus. now. It's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, whenever wonderful. I want to piss him off, I show I ha- I have a, cl- a gif on my on my phone <laughs> of Johnny Cage getting his neck snapped in Annihilation. I just send that to him. Nice. Yeah. So now he has more ammo than I do. Yes, I oh. do. Yeah. That's Too awful. bad I can't find the ammo so, online. <laughs> do you think they were memeing? Uh, do you think they 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 somebody was a Kung Lao fan that got pissed off that he you know this is the first time we're going to see Kung Lao in MK twenty twenty one you know in live action not counting Legacy right. and he was awesome. Except he didn't do a lot. Oh, and then he dies. Do you think they were like, let's let's keep let's accelerate this? It, maybe <laughs> let's, let's keep going. It feels like both of them are a setup for Revenant Kung Lao to me. Oh, I you know, actually that. no. I just I just realized it's not that. Although it might also be. I just realized it's piss poor writing. Both of them are a setup for Liu Kang. Yeah. They're to give him something to, to for motivation. Yeah. And actually now that I think about that, that pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, were they close in Battle of the Realm? Because I don't, I don't remember them they being didn't, that close. They didn't touch upon they it. They barely talked, dude. That's what makes Battle of the Realms kind of bad because Kung Lao and Liu Kang have this bromance kind of going on, and they yeah. just don't and they don't even interact in that movie, which is so sad. Like they Well we see we see Liu Kang call him brother or something, I think, during that. And then Raiden says some words as they're carrying as they're carrying away the two halves of Kung Lao's body <laughs> off the field. Raiden's like, I know he was like a brother to you. 
And like that's all we got in the movie. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's just something we're supposed to know, right? Like that's something yeah. that the fans are supposed to be aware of. Dude, I felt the connection between Liu Kang and Raiden more, more so than any other Mortal Kombat kind of anything. Yeah. Like Liu, like Liu Kang really felt like that he looked up to Raiden as a father figure, and I'm sitting here like yes. Raiden. Are you treating Liu Kang like a son, or is this like more than that? Because this is a bit too close for my taste. Like I've never heard of it being this close. But I mean, but yeah, but the, coming that, in on the Shao Kahn fight, are you winning some? So, in that in that very same behind the scenes feature, I think it's called what's it called the God and the the God and the Dragon or something like that. I forget what they call the feature, but it's on the Blu-ray. It's on the digital release also. Um, uh-huh. They do talk about they were really trying to highlight that relationship that father-son relationship between Raiden and Liu Kang and that's why they opened up with the scene of Lu- of Raiden saving oh. baby Liu Kang from the Tarkatans which you mean Bruce Wayne <laughs> it really yes. did feel like Batman's origin it really kind of <laughs> did so. yeah which takes me into two more points if you guys will indulge me uh do it yeah we've interrupted you far enough you need to uh, have, have the floor <laughs> that opening scene bugs me because Raiden's got this smirk on his face after he's got baby Liu Kang and is about to teleport away, and Liu Kang's birth parents have both been murdered by Tarkatans. Mm-hmm. Ra- yeah. I feel like Raiden, like, there's something sinister here. Like, Raiden knew that this kid was going to be the chosen one, or he wanted this kid oh, to be the hero. So he waited until both of the parents got murdered before he stepped in That's to save up. the child. I can't, I, like... Dude, I said I, the same thing. I said, Ra- like, Raiden is an asshole. You couldn't save yeah. his parents. Like, you, you had to wait till they were killed, and then you saved the baby. Oh, I see yeah. how it is. There's something really dark about that, because if, if Raiden is... He's not even saving the baby. He wants the baby. Right. He wants to use the baby. He wants the baby. That's fucked up. And that ties into some, some Mortal Kombat conquest themes that get dealt with a lot, and you guys know I'm a big fan of that show, where, mm-hmm. like, Kung Lao in that, great Kung Lao, He's been raised his entire life to be this weapon to defend Earthrealm against outworld invaders, right? Like, that's his purpose. Yeah. And that becomes Liu Kang's purpose also. And so, like, Raiden is making these conscious decisions, like, and sacrificing, in, in the instance of this movie, uh, sacrificing other humans because he needs this one person to, to save all of humanity. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's going to essentially condemn these people to, like, a life of being weapons. And that's yep. it. And eventually they're going to die from it. Like, it's it's just kind of a wild thing to think about. It's interesting. Yeah, the more yeah, content that really Raiden could... is in, the more he's, like, just a terrible person. Yeah. But it's it's <laughs> like it's that whole greater good thing, right? I don't know. It's just it's something yeah. that stuck out to me. Like, I didn't think about it the first time I watched it. Last night, when I watched the beginning for the second time, I started thinking about it. And then today, when I watched it, and I saw him smile after... Luke King's parents were killed and he was taking the baby away. I was like, oh, this motherfucker planned this. Like I, again, like <laughs> uh, one thing I'll never understand is that, you know, it's they they played out that Raiden sacrifices his godhood just so he can compete right. in the tournament to help Earth, um, Earthrealm. But in the long run, it really actually is such a huge disadvantage. I love the fact that even the characters like Johnny Cage, Luke King, everybody's like, Raiden, why did you do this? This yeah. puts us at a disadvantage. And he's like, it's for the greater good. We need to right. have another well, tournament. I mean, and disadvantage. Johnny, he can't fight he, if he's a, a god. Yeah, but I 
I mean, like, uh, yeah, but he can heal everybody, which would have made more sense because Sonya Blade gets stabbed in the leg and Jay gets, like, x-rayed twice. Like, he said it. He said he, like, Luke King got his arm cursed and Raiden's like, if I were a god, I could heal it, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm just sitting here like, well, well, Raiden, like, why aren't you a god? I wonder why. (laughs) His his plan might have also been because he had formed this relationship with Luke King over all these years. Luke King's entire life, pretty much, that his when he died, that was like the catalyst that awoke Luke King's like actual, you know, fire powers. His arcana. Yeah, that that's how he his arcana. <laughs> how his arcana. Yeah. Was awoken. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It really was that, wasn't it? That really <laughs> yeah, was what really they fucking did. Kind of was. And basically, oh when it, like when it awakened, it's yeah. just like, oh, he just turned into Super Saiyan Goku because that's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty. So much that was, was so that was more of Raiden's manipulation of this orphan, you know. Ray, oh, Jesus, Raiden's such an traumatizer. Like he yeah. really is. Like I feel like that's a meme now that Raiden is just an asshole. Like he can't do anything. It really right. is. Yeah. There's two memes: that one he's an asshole, and two he can't do anything right. Yeah. He's the blunder god. Really can't. The blunder god. <laughs> yeah, he's a blunder god. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wrong button again, but we're just gonna go with it. <laughs> we'll go. Um, Can I cut? Like, like, and I kind of love the fact that, like, but still, like, one thing I, I feel kind of bad for, because this movie could have had so many good relationship dynamics. Like, you could have had Liu Kang and yeah. Kung Lao. You, like, they kind of touched a little bit on Sonya and Johnny Cage. Uh, they touched on it enough, but it could have been better. But they also had, like, the, you know, the daddy-daughter tension between Shao Kahn and Katana. And they didn't really yeah. go into that too much. And I feel like they could have. But they really yeah. went hard in for Raiden and Liu Kang. Where are we going to have room to do it? Though, yeah. you know? But they really went hard in for, like, Raiden and Liu Kang. And I actually, I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I kind of felt it a little bit. I'm like, wow, Raiden really does favoritize Liu Kang like a lot like he really totally. wants Liu Kang to succeed and you know it, just the fact that we get this like payoff of Liu Kang becoming like this you know Super Saiyan Goku fire god you know kind of thing at the end of the yeah. movie is like it's kind of cool but it doesn't really pay off like even with a good epilogue about like hey let's honor Raiden's sacrifice and they just kind of don't do it so yeah so. yeah and that that brings me to the other point what, what you said about um Liu Kang being Bruce Wayne right yeah. And this shift at the end of this to Super Saiyan Liu Kang and this big yeah. giant battle against, you know, corrupted one being Shinnok and everything. I wasn't crazy about it. And I honestly wasn't super crazy about Fire God Liu Kang against Kronika in Mortal Kombat 11 either. It feels like they're mm-hmm. shifting things to more of this superhero inspired, like, like when, like when Liu Kang got his fire powers and he's like kicking Shao Kahn up in the air like a hundred feet and all that kind of shit. <laughs> it, yeah. It felt, I mean, it was cool. Very anime inspired. I don't know if they were going for like a Wuja thing, but like it, it was too mm. like fierce and brutal for it to feel like Wuja because that's always graceful, you know, when they're yeah. jumping yeah. around and everything. This just felt so heavy mm. and intense, like, like, like Goku charged up and, you know, knocking Frieza around. It uh yeah, and that's the last time I watched Dragon Ball Z was when the Frieza saga. Just so you guys know, um, <laughs> I've never watched Dragon Ball Z. It, so it's good. It felt it didn't feel like Mortal Kombat. Like so, yeah, I was about to say just that. This is where it ceased to feel like Mortal Kombat. This is before they turned into giant monsters, right? And you know, I will say like in Mortal Kombat, uh, Armageddon, 
they did introduce, I think it was in Armageddon. I don't think it was in Deception. They introduced this this kind of aspect to the to the fighting where if you were both in the air at the same time, you could get into like a, a mode essentially where you could engage with each other while you're off the ground and like throw several really? hits instead of just really? like one or two. I, I don't fully understand the mechanic, but like I will trigger it accidentally during fights in that, you know? Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. But it's not it's not the same level. It's not like when you're you know, fucking cloud at the end of Advent Children being thrown you know a mile into the air. <laughs> like it, like I want to see a Mortal Kombat game do this now. Yeah, this has got to be twelve. I don't want it though, because it feel because it feels it's just shifting away from mm-hmm. grounded, grounded Mortal Kombat, <laughs> right? Which feels like a dumb thing to say because it's fucking Mortal Kombat, right? Like. Yeah. There's dragon people and lizard people and hellspawn and like all kinds of shit, but it just didn't feel like I, I didn't want that. I wanted a, a more direct, traditional, for lack of a better word, on the ground intense fight between Liu Kang and uh, Shao Kahn. I didn't want yeah. it. Just yeah, it kind of lost me there. It, and I, yeah, I agree with you on that. And I think they're catering to shifting tastes and and definitely trying to appeal to a different audience with that kind of stuff. And I, I think that that's totally fine. They they know that we're going to spend money on this. They're trying to attract people to the property because they've already got us yeah. right. They're trying to bring new people in, so right. I, I get it. Like I get I get them wanting to try out new things and expand, you know. But it just it it I wasn't a fan. And then when you go into the battle at the end, it was almost like they were apologizing for the the animality scene in Annihilation. And they're like, we're going to do this over, and it's going to be cooler. And it was cooler. But then you've got Sub-Zero zipping around on ice paths like he's fucking Iceman from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And I was like, this also fucking feels weird. Like, this doesn't feel I, like I, This Mortal is the Kombat. point where I, I I hung it up and I just said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going for it. I'm yeah. going with it. Maybe it's just... It needed an anime song to, to yeah. kick in at some point. And yeah, to be vocal, fair, uh, like, and to be fair, this, like, this is, yeah. like, at that point in the movie, this is where I just kind of, like, Josh, I agree with you, and Neil, I agree with you, too. I abandoned all logic. I'm like, this isn't Mortal Kombat. This is Dragon Ball Z mixed with G.I. Joe and Thundercats, and I am yeah. so here for it, because, like, it's it becomes a giant monster battle. Liu Kang just... Once I saw, like, you know, Almighty being Shinnok, like, walking around, stomping around in a wrecked city, I'm like, okay, we have a giant monster. Is Liu Kang going to turn into a dragon like he did in Annihilation? And we're going to have a giant monster battle. It makes sense that this would happen. And it totally happens. And I'm t- and then, of course, we have, like, Fire God Liu Kang beating, like, Shao Kahn up and around. I'm like, yeah, this is totally Dragon Ball Z. So, yeah, it, it does cease to be Mortal Kombat. And now that you mention it, Neo, how, like, they, they're trying to, like, shift demographics to that way they can bring in a new audience i mean granted i don't know if dragon ball z is the way to do it but you they totally did dragon ball z there's no other yeah. way to really kind of describe it and i say I this think it's is, more just anime in general well like, yeah. anime yeah. no no it's very specifically dragon ball z i i say this is someone who keeps up with that because i'm a nerd and i like dragon <laughs> ball z um but they like uh the way like luke kang like hit him up in the air and then he like zips from one side to the other and he's flying through the air and he hits one dude down yeah. and it's just a whole bunch of you know it's like all that is it's extremely dragon ball z and of course he has the flame power which is like okay he's basically goku like he he's goku at this point yeah it's and the it's the supersonic super shadow final hazard battle at the end of sonic adventure 2 yep 
Good yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, like, it really kind of is. Like, he's not wrong which, at all. Which was Dragon Ball Z. Yep. <laughs> it's just... I can't tell if that's real or not. That was real. Was that a real thing? That was... Yeah, that was oh, real. No, he's he, he's right. That that was a real thing because that was inspired by Dragon Ball Z. Like, dude, y'all don't know, oh, man. absolutely. Y'all don't know, man. Akira Toriyama, he, like, he, he created Legends, man. Like, everybody's ripping him off these days. So. I know. I know. I'm very well. Apparently, he created Mortal Kombat uh, Legends too. <laughs> Anybody else think that the 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 dragon that he turns into is like was like underpowered and like just very slow and stiff? Like it, it felt like it was not a match. for I him. think he, that dragon was supposed to be. Eyes. I think that dragon was supposed to be the Mortal Drag, uh, like the Mortal Kombat dragon, as far as like the Mortal Kombat icon. I think it's supposed yeah. to be that dragon, or, but they really translated to animation really stupidly. It's it's. Yeah, bad. I think they're definitely trying <laughs> that and trying to keep it close to what Luke Kang turns into in the games, yeah. uh, not making him an elegant, regal, winged dragon. No. Uh, Elliot, who watched this with us, commented that he he looked chonky. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of like it. It was this big derpy dragon. It looked like a Saturday morning cartoon dragon. I was okay with it. It did. Um, I was yeah. I it it looked a, it looked a little odd to me. I was able to be fine with it. I, I like that you you guys were in into it. Like you were like fuck it. This is what they're doing. We're gonna go along with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like I that's mean, good. it was fun. I mean, once I saw Sub Zero sliding on the little ice yeah. uh, rat trails, and then Scorpion. And they're like catching Pulling each other, with a harpoon, throwing each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then everything. he gets he gets to have that moment where he goes, "Get over here!" Yeah. And big dramatic music. Where I thought they were about to rob the victory from Liu Kang once again, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. which makes Sub Zero and Scorpion's involvement in that completely pointless. Uh, they, but they yeah, helped. once all that ridiculous, they helped. Yeah, they softened him up. But yeah, they, the, yeah, they, they that loosened point, the lid. Kung Lao was able. I to wasn't open the enjoying jar. it. Kung Lao, Jesus yeah. Christ! Liu <laughs> Kang was able to open the pickle jar. I'm used to talking about Kung yeah. Lao. Kung Lao is a pickle jar. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they kind of have to be. That's Anyway, yeah, that's when I got on board at the end. Is Liu Kang, like, he doesn't have the Super Saiyan powers anymore, does he? I don't think so. I think that was just something the Elder Gods gave him to do this, right? Like, they... I, yeah, I, don't, think right. he, I don't think he keeps it. Unless he, like, right. yeah, keeps okay. it and he could just shut it off to be a normal person when he's talking to people. Yeah, um, that'd be an interesting I lo- setup I, for the next. Movie. I love in this movie how easy the elder gods are to work with. Like you know, Raid just comes in, it's like, hey, Shao Kahn's like, okay, we need to have a second tournament because of reasons, and Raiden's like, you know what? You're right. We should. Let's go see yeah. the elder gods as a pair. Hey, elder gods. That, yeah, we're that was here. Funny. Yeah, hey, elder gods, we're yeah. here. We want another tournament, and it'll be the tournament to end all tournaments to the be all end all of all tournaments. And they're like, we have to contemplate. And then after like two seconds, they're like, okay. And then, it was so then, then literally done. like going to the boss's office to ask to have another snack machine put in the break. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was like, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was just so funny. I'm like, wow, they're really, like that was easy. Shao Kahn and Shao Kahn and Lord Raiden go. They're just like they're going to see the principal. Like they're just like walking in yeah, together. Yeah. It was yeah. so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, you know. And Shao Kahn's even acting like a, a you know impugnant teenager, being like, "I don't need to respect them." They're like, "Look, we've got this group project. We're not getting along. Can we? Let's go to the teacher and ask for an extension." <laughs> yeah. You know. And the teacher's like, oh "Okay." <laughs> yeah. The teacher's like, "All right." You know, and do. Do contrast between this and Annihilation. In Annihilation, the Elder Gods are like, "Hey, okay, uh, you 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 can get this, but you have to give up your immortality." Right. We're just going to be dicks and make you do that, where and make you prove yourself. Where in this one, they're like, "No, okay, cool." And Raiden demands 
yeah. to have his, his immortality taken away. So it's like, he didn't he have to compete put, otherwise. put himself on hard mode. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he couldn't compete, compete he otherwise, yeah. Yeah. I like that, but he was at least getting the torn. I so. like to think. I like to think of Raiden having a series of bad decisions. It's just like everybody <laughs> on his crew is like saying, "Hey, Raiden, don't agree to this. Like they're just going to invade anyway. It doesn't matter if we win the tournament or not." And they're probably right. And Raiden's like, "No, this is the only way to win." Oh yeah. And then he goes. That was and, my biggest crime. And, then, he, but I'll and, get to and that then not only that, he he gets the, he he gets the tournament he wants, and he's like, "Oh, in addition, you know, I'm going to give up my godhood." And even Shao Kahn's like, "You're a fool if you do this. You know that, right?" And Raiden's like whatever i'm gonna do it and then of course he gets killed i'm just like raiden you just made all the bad decisions like ever like in the entire movie except he shows up at the end but again that was we're pretty sure yeah we see that we see a lightning strike at the end i don't know if he's actually back or if it's just implying that he's back you know supposedly there is a shot too of somebody watching in the foreground or whatever and they have the distinct tap hmm I missed that. I, I recall seeing a still of that, uh, that, and I don't know what part of the movie it's from after he died. But interesting. I mean, there's no subtlety here. Lightning strike that tells me, yeah, Raiden's eternal. He's still around. Maybe I maybe it was just wrong. a couple. Maybe it was just a couple Tarkatans who didn't want to get in the fight, so they were just like weak, <laughs> like using him like a weakened at Bernie style to be like, look, we're on Raiden's side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I, pers- I personally think that's just a, I want to see that. That's maybe. just a prolonged like Raiden fart. Raiden just farted lightning. That's all he did. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I will say that when uh, when he <laughs> I will say when he lost his uh, immortality uh, while we were watching it, I was like, I really hope he gets the James Ramar. Uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> the makeover. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. That would have been so good. <laughs> he would have gotten the haircut and everything. And oh man, that would have been great. I, we were waiting for that. Yeah, we yeah. were. I was hoping for it. Instead, he got these really uh, unnerving human eyes. Yeah, that was weird. It's strange it's to say weird. somebody looks strange with pupils. Raiden looks weird with but pupils. Yeah, he does. So, but to be fair. They all had pupils in the movies, except for 2021. Well, yeah. Right, but they were human beings in that, not drawings. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, what you about 2021? Um, oh, yeah. The actor in 2021 looked perfectly fine uh, with a no pupils. That's true. Uh, I kind of right. dug it. Yeah. It never distracted me. He looked good. It's a shame he had nothing to fucking do in that movie. God. Yeah, except be, yeah. be once again a fucking dick. Uh, my favorite fucking thing. Movie. Yeah, someone showed it's like... Uh, Fucking Cole Young, I almost forgot his name. Uh, asked him, holding up Scorpion Spears, like I thought you couldn't interfere with the tournament. And then it cuts back to Kung Lao's death, and then it cuts back to Raiden, yeah. and then that exact shot, he's kind of smiling, laughing, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm he's not like, supposed to interfere. Like, I can interfere. I just didn't fucking like that guy. Yeah, kind of like that guy. He's <laughs> got a better hat than me. Yeah, <laughs> it does something. Um, I do think watching both movies in close proximity to each other. Scorpion's Revenge uh-huh. and Battle of the Realms. I think that as part of me, I think uh, they work well in like tight. Like they're both what eighty minutes long each. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they're both about the same length. I I don't think Battle of the Realms feels like a longer movie than it really is. I th- it didn't feel like an hour and twenty minutes. It's kind of like I don't know if you guys are James Bond fans. But yeah, I've seen a few. You've seen a so we had like Casino Royale and then Quantum of Solace came out and Quantum of Solace. Oh, I don't like the new James Bond. And Quantum of Solace, everyone was kind of down on it, right? But if you watch Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace back to back as one movie, because it does kind of pick up Quantum of Solace picks up right at the end of Casino Royale. If you watch it as a whole, yeah, yeah. 
quantumless the quantumless solace half is much better when it's being buffered by the casino royale part and you're getting the entire story all so at once setup. and i think that that's the same thing here if you watch scorpion's revenge and battle of the realms as if they were one kind of long movie yeah it makes battle of the realms better because you're reminded of all of the stuff that came before you you've seen scorpion's journey you've seen quan chi um you know, Quan Chi's dying words were something along the lines of like, my God will destroy you or something because he was doing all of this right. for resurrecting Shinnok. You remember the, the Shinnok's amulet that was turned into a key. You, you, I don't remember that shit. That happened in Scorpion's Revenge? Yeah. Yeah. Shinnok's okay. amulet, amulet. I don't remember part it being a part of Scorpion though. And you, Yeah, that's what he was after. That's what he went to the island to steal was Shinnok's amulet. Right, but then it became a part of his body? Well, he he got the key, and then when he died, uh-huh. when he was when he died, when the island collapsed at the end, because Shang Tsung was a load bearing boss, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> somehow in his death it became like inner, it became like like in D anD D it became like attuned to him, I guess, when he got it, and then that makes sense. Through, in a weird way. It's yeah. mortal, it's mortal combat. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a logical explanation for this. Yeah, I think I think the short version is just when he recovered it it became attuned to him so he was the only one who was able to use it and you're reminded of gotcha. that if you watch scorpion's revenge and you're reminded of like the interaction between Liu kang and katana where katana's starting yeah. to have doubts and you you're picking up right. with that in this one and and, and that and if you if you look at battle of the realms by itself the katana through line just, just doesn't work you need that you need that previous thing you know the previous That's setup from point. scorpion's revenge so i thought they were so forced with uh, the the katana you know like a new kang thing right totally i think they... but i don't remember much of the and, and scorpion's revenge they, it was, she had that one scene right where she was fighting Liu kang yeah. which is reminiscent of the 95 movie except she's a little bit more you know bad right but yeah. i don't remember was there doubt seated in her mind in that scene i guess i don't remember much. there was because he's talking to her about it and she's and he doesn't and Liu Kang doesn't kill her. You know, he doesn't, when he defeats her, he doesn't kill her. Right. And he like kind of, he doesn't really even show her mercy. It's not even mercy. He just kind of shows her kindness and that starts sowing the threads. So, you know, if you, if you watch the two as one whole thing, I think it makes the second half better. It's, we, we got a real, we got a real quantum mm. of solace situation here. And I, I also think huh. that that's a lot to ask of your audience, you know? Yeah especially when your part one was pretty strong and complete on its own to then like, you know, stitch something to it afterwards that really relies on it to work. I don't know that battle of the realms works well as a standalone film, I guess is the short version of that. I think it works in the, you know, as a follow up specifically to Scorpion's revenge. Right. Question is, do I really want to watch them back to back now? (laughs) It's not that much if of a I, time If I had commitment. you guys on, I'd, I probably would. It, yeah, I guess not. If they're both like an hour and 20 minutes, then that's uh, yeah, it's that's one not even... That's, it's like half the still shorter cut. than fucking some... Yeah, <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> yeah, 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 Josh, if you watch the Snyder Cut, I think you can make it through two Mortal Kombat animated movies. <laughs> I didn't... I only... I, if it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, there's no way I would have watched it in one sitting if it wasn't with, <laughs> with everybody. There's no way I would have watched it. I, I, I watched <laughs> one sitting. I, I watched it in one sitting without meaning to. Like I was like, I'll watch some of this and I'll pick it up later. And then I just watched the whole thing. Yeah, accidentally yeah. the whole movie, as they say. What do you think of it? Uh, I thought I okay. We're gonna talk about Snyder Cut now. <clears throat> <laughs> I, <guess so>. uh, <laughs> I thought it was good. 
I thought it I okay. thought it needed I don't know that it needed the full four and a half hours to be good, but I think it's a problem that it probably needed at least three and a half hours to be good. I God, like I like like yeah. yeah 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 like Neil you know what I, I mean Neil I actually agree yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that, like granted there's a lot about the Snyder Cut I didn't like but I thought like as far as like a film it's a lot more cohesive yeah and based on what Zack Schneider wanted to do I think it makes absolute perfect sense I think the Joss Whedon cut like has better ideas about what it wanted the Justice League to be but. I feel like it should have been its own separate movie. It's sort of like saying like, hey, let's take Batman versus Superman and take Aquaman, merge them into yeah. one movie, and you get Justice League, <laughs> this, the, the Joss Whedon version or whatever. Right. But if you separate him, you get what Zack Snyder wanted it to be based yeah. on his vision, and it's cohesive. But I have problems with the Snyder Cut, and I will say oh, I, yeah. will never, I will it's, never watch it again. I don't think I want to watch it again, but I'm glad I watched it one time because I, I can see what Zack Snyder was going for. Yeah, I, I was really I, into... I like, I like the Josh Sweden version better. I See, I was really into like the, <laughs> the way they fleshed. Like, you know, I'm a big cyborg fan. I'm a big Teen Titans fan in general. Like, New Teen, New Teen Titans, mm. like the Wolfman Perez comics were like... This, things i loved as a kid neil i was big into the jeff johns reboot in the early 2000s like i was a big fan of of cyborg in general right so i really liked that snyder cut actually gave him character development purpose like expanded on him like Mm. that was missing from the theatrical cut in a major major way so definitely something that i added so what did you guys think of the movie yeah well (laughs) is there anything else that you wanted to Yeah, we're yeah we're almost approaching two hours. I told you we talked two hours about the fucking movie and knew it. Yeah. No, yep, wait. Yep, I thought yep. we talked about an hour and a half because uh, probably not a lot to say about this. Well, movie. I would go and preface say that battle. Like, I would go and preface and give my thoughts on the movie in a very, very, very short for like short. Yeah, I'll just say it's like uh, Neil's <laughs> turn was kind of like everyone's turn combined. So uh, yeah, we'll, much, we'll, yeah, we'll go on to everyone else. But is is there anything else, Neil, that you wanted to say before like we move on to Jay? I guess. Uh, I guess just in general, I've, I'm a little hard. I've been a little hard on this movie. I feel like I did enjoy it, and I'm gonna definitely watch it again. Like I didn't hate I mean, it. You already watched it twice. This ain't on the bottom of my list. This is. I would, if I were to rank Mortal Kombat movies, I would probably still right now be putting Scorpion's Revenge at the top. MK95 next. Then I would slot this one in before Annihilation. So this would be third and then okay. and then it'd be Annihilation and Mortal Kombat 2021. So I had a good time with this. It wasn't everything I wanted it to be. It it feels like the second half of another movie or a bunch of other movies mashed together. It's still yeah. still scratched an itch, you know, like it's still better than everything in Defenders of the Realm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a very low bar yeah yeah so uh, so i think like for me so like so and battle of the realms right of course um, at the top of my list of everything is conquest but that's just me oh, absolutely fair of course yeah, absolutely. but that but that's a show not a movie so right right if, if we're combining well, all watchable concept, media it's, it's an outside mortal Kombat media i guess you know yeah. what about journey begins Oh, that's huh. that's pretty fucking far down the list, dude. <laughs> we, we haven't watched it yet. We're getting ready to. Uh, yeah. I, somehow I've I've gone all my life without having seen it. Just a couple clips. Oh, it's Same. it's that's worth it. seeing. It's definitely worth seeing. Yeah. It is just for as, as a as a uh, a piece of nostalgia as a product of the time it was made in. It's worth checking out for sure. It's like 
40 okay. minutes of your life that you can't get back. Are you glad you spent them that way? Uh, I wasn't when I rented it as a child on VHS. <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. Well, we'll find out. It's worse than this. Yeah, we'll... Absolutely, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, seen a, I've seen a couple clips, the 3D and the 2D, or whatever you call that flash animation shit, and both look horrendous. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. I just remember Johnny Cage puking off the side of the boat in the animation. <laughs> His emotions are very strange. The whole, just wait as you see him walk backwards. You'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I can't wait. But like, I don't uh, know what that means, but I can't wait. But like, uh, ba- but Battle of the Realms for me, um, fun movie. Um, I actually think that Battle of the Realms is the funner movie than Scorpion's Revenge, but Scorpion's Revenge is the better movie. I just had more fun with Battle of the Realms because... Okay. Because I'm biased. Um, if you put like giant monster battle pretty much in anything, there's very little reasons I'm not going to like it. So it's it's just it's kind of like it. It ended like Mortal Kombat decided to not become Mortal Kombat anymore, and we get Dragon Ball Z and then giant monster fight. So once so you put that in any movie, anything, I'm going to like <laughs> it. Like it's just there's just there's no way around it. So That's I totally feel like. Fair. I feel like I'm kind of like biased in that regard. But Scorpion's Revenge is the better movie. Um, other than that, Battle of Realms, good art style, uh, mediocre animation, terrible pacing, really good fan service, uh, fun character moments with very, very much no payoff to really anything whatsoever, and plot holes galore. But I still had fun <laughs> with it despite all of that, and I give this movie pretty much um, sort of like a mediocre rating, but still kind of good. If I had to rank it with all the Mortal Kombat movies, I would still put 95 at the top, and then I would put... Um, Probably Scorpion's Revenge right below that one. And then I would put Battle of the Realms right below that. And then I would put the 2021 movie. And then I would put Annihilation below that in terms of Mortal Kombat movies. So Okay. Hmm. Ooh. So on my podcast, MK PodQuest, I briefly introduced and then we completely forgot about a rating system where we rate the <laughs> things we watch on a scale of, yeah. of six to eight discrete air horns. so it's really just one to like one to three right six to eight yeah six yeah so your options are six seven or eight (laughs) i'm gonna say battle of the realms for me was a seven (laughs) it was a seven okay this so you're you're gonna give it seven discrete air horns i'll give it seven discrete air horns also i think that that's that's about where it lies yeah yeah seven for me that sounds about what i would i would say it would be okay uh yeah, I think I'd also say seven. So, uh, I think the when when I watched the movie, it was fun. It was fun watching it. So it just nothing really lasted. Like it didn't have any last long lasting like memory in my head. Like I yeah. don't, I don't look back on a particular scene and be like, oh, that was so cool. I'd watch that again. Um, it was a sugary treat. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, it was. But it's like it pretty Twinkie. It was a Twinkie. Not even a Twinkie. It was like a fucking. Uh, I remember Twinkies, so I don't know about okay. that. It was like one of the uh, one of like the shitty like Christmas tree cakes. It's like a pixie stick or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I. It was like when I you ripped. Was the, a... It was like when you ripped the package of sugar open at the table at Denny's and just down it. Yeah. <laughs> Except that's just the pure satisfying. content. You just have the pure content. You don't remember anything else about yeah. it. That's all you have. Uh, yeah, I, I just think that there was um, way too much going on. Uh, I think having watched like rewatched Scorpius Revenge, the animation is way better in that movie. Um, so I get docked points for that. 
it gets dog points for killing Kang Lao again. Yeah. So, obviously, it's a lesser movie in general. Um, I like the movie. Even though I like, Kang Lao wasn't in the other movie. I like the movie for that, Still. though. Boo. Yeah, screw you. Boo. I, I, love, but, um, I love all Kung Lao's, great and regular. <laughs> great and unleaded. <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely unleaded uh, Kung Lao. <laughs> unleaded right? Kung Lao. That's, that's great. <laughs> with, with, 10, um, with 10% ethanol. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as far as like ranking the Mortal Kombat movies, uh, how would I do this? It may be pretty similar to Jay's actually. Like ninety five is up top, then Scorpion's Revenge. Mm, after that, I don't know. Like it's either Battle of the Battle of the Realms or Annihilation. Yeah, and then twenty twenty one is last. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities between this and Annihilation in just the fact that they tried to just, they were like, oh, you guys like Mortal Kombat? Here's a whole bunch more of it, but only in like 30 second bursts, and then it's gone. Right? Yeah. Like. But it's weird how it, both of those are still movies that I'd rather go see than 2021, even though I I, I enjoyed it despite its faults. Yeah. But I'd rather watch Annihilation than 2021. I've seen Mortal Kombat 2021, I think, yeah. six times. I think wow. I've seen it three times. Ask so me, a, ask me I've, a question about Mortal Kombat 2021. I've literally only seen it once, and I, I have a download of it. I ended up downloading it because I don't got no HBO Go now, Max, whatever it's called. Sure. Uh, and I, I haven't watched the whole thing. I have watched the the final fight and like I'm warming up to end the Jacks fight and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to watch it again. Perhaps the people. So Neil, I've got a question for you about Mortal Kombat 2021. Who is sure, your favorite? Yeah, ask, ask me anything. Who is your favorite character in Mortal Kombat 2021, and why is it Kano? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing about that movie, but I can tell you that Kano <laughs> was not my favorite character. Ah, oh, boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> that that that. Speaking of of sugary treats or empty calories or whatever that's what that movie is to me like i I watched it six times i couldn't tell you a detail about it it was just like i I, i've compared it in the past to alien versus predator Mm. and i was you know what i i can see that i can totally see that actually i was a huge huge fan of both both franchises going into that movie being put out like i saw the teaser for alien versus predator before a halloween night screening of the alien director's cut in the theater and i was like holy shit they're fucking doing it and then i watched the movie and i was like i'm supposed to like this this is stuff (laughs) that i like paul anderson how could you do this to me there's good stuff in here somewhere isn't there why can't i access it and that's how i felt about mortal kombat 2021 (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair assessment. So I keep uh, going back that's to like it. That's both really accurate. I keep going back to it trying to find, like, there's something here. If I just keep watching it, maybe I'll find it. And I'm not going to fucking find it because movies are not an interactive medium. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that's true. I, I think, yeah. like, for 2021, Kano will obviously is best character. But Cabal was the surprise, like, second favorite character, mostly because of the voice actor who's doing that, like, jersey construction. He's accent, about to get his soul sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that, and I kind of loved it. 
I didn't even this try. Is- <laughs> I didn't even try to do a Kano voice. Hey Shang Tsung, this guy named voice, Kano. Whatever. He's from Outward. You gotta love him. And just the way he says it, I was like, he's what? About to- he's about to. He's about to get his soul sucked. Hey, I'm walking. Oh my God. It does. I just can't fucking do it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! You sound like a blues, a blues singer, <laughs> dude. I've seen Cabal reimagined as a blues singer, oh, an ex blues singer that got scarred by a fire, and he he doesn't feel comfortable performing on stage, so he just becomes a mercenary. I got That's the blues. <laughs> Dude, I would pay money to see that. I would pay so much money to see that. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you did a better broken, job than anything we could me. do. So every other episode, I get broken by something. You, sir, broke me. <laughs> Smooth jazz cabal. My pleasure. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Josh, did you uh, uh, did you give your final thoughts on the movie? Oh no, I hadn't. I mean, like I, I've cut in uh, plenty through the whole episode here, but uh, yeah, yeah. More, more while you guys were talking about tier your ranks too, I was like, "Fuck, let me go to preference revealer," because um, that's my that's how I religiously figure out what my favorites are. Because you know, I can't trust my brain to do it, and it pretty much came out exactly as what I uh, figured it would. But uh, I I more or less enjoyed Battle for the Realm, but I wasn't going into it expecting a lot because I didn't like Scorpion's Revenge. Uh, I, I was on board for the beginning scene, like, you know, the, 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 the Lin Kuei kills Scorpion's family and clan scene just because, yeah, the animation was cool. It was the first time I'm seeing hyper-violent, you know, Mortal Kombat media outside Legacy. It was cool. But, like, yeah. <clears throat> overall, like, the, the, the redoing the, the story of the tournament, but framing it as more of a battle royale and doing the, the, the canon switcheroo things... Like, you know, it's it's not really loyal to canon. It's it's doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. And the art style and all that. And then Scorpion's design. And then making Scorpion wanking to make him the hero. Like, all these things, like, combined to, like, make me a little, like, irritated and, and not giving a shit about the movie. I'm like, okay, that was a movie. And it's more or less what I was expecting of this. And that's more or less what I got. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, maybe three quarters of the way through... Like when the tournament began in earnest, and we had the shocking death of like Striker, uh, and then Kung Lao, yeah, and uh, then you know I was like, okay, uh, and then when it fully turned into yeah Super Saiyan bullshit at the end, I was just like, this is so stupid. I'm just enjoying myself. Uh, <laughs> and, and before that too, it's like uh, I'm the biggest fan of like the the Kwai Lang Hanzo uh, dynamic yeah. uh, in the 2D games, where it's like you know. Uh, Scorpion just kind of silently decides to become his protector and they don't have a lot of interaction. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I always was like imagining a story where Scorpion has involved himself in uh, Sub-Zero's, you know, getting chased by the Cyber Lin because that doesn't really happen in the games because Scorpion wasn't in the first iteration of 3. I think they even make a reference in 3 being like, Sub-Zero wonders where his protector Scorpion is. He's nowhere to be found. Yeah. And I thought it'd be cool to, to have that in here. Here it's explicit. Yeah. That was such an interesting part of early canon, and you guys are going to run into that when you watch Journey Begins. They definitely touch on that the the idea oh, really? the idea that Scorpion is like a protector of Sub Zero. Yeah. Wait, they get on that in Journey Begins. Surprisingly, they do, but not maybe not for the reasons you think. I don't want to spoil it for you. You guys are in for a interesting. I'm hesitant to call it a treat, but you're you're in for a thing. <laughs> Another twenty. <laughs> Or a 
Marvel Debbie uh, uh, snowball or something. More like a like a block of fried tofu. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. That's actually pretty accurate. Well, this is fried. Like it. Okay. Well, <laughs> the fried doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like burnt oil. That's what it tastes like. Because to- yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like that was all right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is gonna be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, more or less, I, I like how they did that thing where like they, they presented, they did Kwai Lang a little differently. He's a little more angry, and he's almost like a uh, uh, scorpion too. He's the one that's like hell bent in vengeance now. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I like seeing the three-way battle, but, you know, and then Scorpion eventually teaming up. And then, I mean, more could have been done with that. We wonder what happened to Smoke. And But, yeah, like, at the end, with the fucking Sub-Zero sliding around in his little ice <laughs> tracks and Scorpion pulling himself around with the harpoon. And then he gets to, like, it zooms up into space and he's like, get over here. I, yeah, I was waiting for the anime song, like, the fucking Twilight or whatever. <laughs> uh, that would have been amazing. Uh, but... At the end of the day, it was just like, okay, that's a movie. Uh, there's some cool things. And, uh, oh, 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 no, yeah. The one thing I wanted to bitch about, though, was like some of the story things, it felt like this movie was just like so fucking lazy, just like, you know, make an excuse to have story beats. Because, like, okay, so movie opens and Outworld forces are invading, like, Shaolin Temple or something. Yeah. And then, okay, we're going to fucking great guys time out let's just do a tournament wait a second didn't we just win a tournament and they they fucking invaded us anyway what the fuck's the second tournament gonna solve sure in that kind of fucking you know shouldn't somebody be asking that it just felt like an excuse to go into to mk2 yeah that's a really good did that not bother anyone else that's a really good point i i, I actually was thinking about that and i didn't bring it up that you're you're 100 right I think I might have just been too jazzed to see the Outworld invasion of Earthrealm like yeah, like yeah. we got at the beginning of the Shallon Monks game and we saw in Mortal Kombat 9 mm-hmm. like I was just I was just buying it but you're totally right like the in the games that whole Outworld invasion to challenge them into a second tournament didn't get passed through the Elder Gods right it just happened and then yeah. that was. I'm not sure as, as far as lore because yeah, yeah, it's like it was something basically. Shao Kahn's like, all right, guys, no redo, redo. Basically, sure. that's what happens in the game. So, so the whole idea of the the beginning of Mortal Kombat Nine when Raiden sends the message back in time, the he must win message. Like the yeah. point of that message was, as we learned in Mortal Kombat Nine, we needed to let. Shao Kahn and Outworld go through with this plan because then the Elder Gods would intervene because he broke the rules. And this had completely erased that, right? Because they didn't... Yeah. The Elder Gods were fine with it. Outworld was invading yeah. Earthrealm. The Elder Gods were not doing anything to step in. They go to them with this, they go to them with this idea of the rematch tournament instead of just handling it outside of them so that the Elder Gods could intervene. It totally erases a right. major part of Mortal Kombat canon and it doesn't make any sense. You're, you're 100% right about that. This movie is trash. Yeah, I ah, hate this movie. Yeah, fuck. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this movie. Erases Mortal Kombat canon. <laughs> oh, and the other thing too that bugged me uh, was like fucking Shinnok trapped in Nether uh, Realm. Um, all that. Towards the end, he appears in I guess the temple where the the Kundalini is kept. The, um, the Kamidogu, thank you. Kom- Kamidogu, I know. Um, <laughs> if you guys really need to like get into this without wanting to do it, I have been streaming Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest mode. You'll learn all about the Kamidogu. Right. 
as or I see, uh, I've seen the first uh, iteration. I didn't. I don't think I've seen the last one, but yeah, yeah. I've done, I, 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 was, I was just being a little facetious. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's called the Kami Dogu. Um, but shouldn't he be in hell? What's he doing in that temple? That temple was on Earth, right? Yeah, interesting. How did he break out? In the whole storyline of like uh, Sub Zero mythologies and four about how uh, you know uh, Quan Chi helped Shinnok Dunn break out, and they just kind of skip over that. You stumped me. I, I guess I don't know. Just like oh, sorry, I, I might sorry, be misinterpreted. Was, was I supposed scene. to be actually? Sorry, <laughs> I was just listening. No, I was, I was just waiting for somebody to respond, or if I'm just like going on a. a, a uh, conspiracy theorist rant. <laughs> yeah, I get that is something that we don't see because in Scorpion's Revenge, when Hanzo climbs up to the top of the Nether Realm or whatever it is, and he Quan Chi's up there and he's been holding down the fort while yep. while Shinnok's been gone, and we don't get. You're right. You're 100 percent right. We don't get an answer as to how Shinnok is now free. Like we get we get hints right. like like Shao or fuck Shang Song says something in Scorpion's Revenge like the Mad God has been imprisoned for a reason. You're right. We don't get to see how he got out or how he got freed. Um, yeah. It just seems like yeah. an oversight because the whole story of four is that Quan Chi or somebody helped Shinnok break, done break out. Um, and it just seems like they skipped over that part here because like, yeah. he's in hell they with did. Scorpion in the beginning. And then all of a sudden he's in this temple where the, the Kumidogu. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just seems like they skipped everything. Something, yeah. Those something, are my big nitpicks. Something happened that we didn't get to see. You're you're totally right about yeah. that, and that and that is a pretty it's big oversight. It's either them just, it's either them either not giving a shit or like you know having over uh, just overlooking things, or it's evidence of stuff being cut out because it crammed so much shit into this movie. Yeah, could be either. But uh, either. those are my big gripes. Uh, besides the art style and all that, it, overall it was a movie. But uh, if I yeah. had to rank it. Like I said, I went to a preference revealer, and while you guys are talking, I've rattled it out. Uh, so, uh, MK95 is definitely at the top for me. Sure. If we're just talking about the movies, uh, then uh, surprisingly, Annihilation is second, because oh I enjoy God. it so much. <laughs> Josh, yeah. you're horrible. Second. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have yes, horrible tastes. <laughs> um, 2021 is actually three. Uh, oh, God. I didn't wow. love it, but it was serviceable. Yeah. Okay. I know. I'm shaking things up here. I'm going to resist it. Uh, then it's Battle again. for the Realm. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers trembling over it. Uh, but then it's basically like I, I, I reserve the, cart, the the animated ones for the bottom. And Battle of the Realm, I liked better than Scorpion's Revenge. Okay. Even though Scorpion's Revenge might be arguably better. So uh, Scorpion's Revenge is your about. least favorite Mortal Kombat movie. Yes, apparently. That's a sh- that's that's crazy. That's, that's shocking to me, but I'm not about to like challenge you on it. Like I'm a I'm a big believer <laughs> in people should just like what they like, and we don't need to grill them about it. You know, oh, dude, I like eating babies. Dude, I've okay. known Josh well, too you know, long. We may need to grill you about that. That's a little <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I've I've known Josh you know. way too long. Josh is wrong, and he should totally be challenged. I thought I was a contrarian, and Jesus, you are just man. Oh no! As far as this group concerns, I'm the ultimate like whatever opinion. I got the hot take on it. I think that's okay. mine. Right. Pretty much. Or I got the confusing <laughs> take on it. That's yeah. That's a roll out. I have no reasons. Fit. I see. I thought I was being fucking insane for putting Scorpion's Revenge at the top of my list. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I think you might be, but then again, I understand your reasons for for putting it at the top yeah. of your list. Yeah, Josh, you know, just, it does some things Josh, right. I just think you. 
Josh, I just think you don't respect animation. You're a horrible human being. Well, here's the thing. Maybe that is part of it. Because part of me, deep inside, when I hear, like, oh, an animated movie's coming out, I get less excited. Ugh. I want to see live action. Oh, man. Especially if it's a martial arts. I want to see actual, you know, fucking action oh, going fair. on. Yeah. I mean, But, yeah, it, I mean, if animation is done well, then, you know, I there's no problem with me appreciating it. And I'm trying to think, uh, like, you know, polar example, uh, like, example, uh, it's like I, I. This is not something I talk about when I gush about Defenders of the Realm for some reason because I enjoy that, and that's the most jankily animated fucking thing ever. <laughs> Somehow, some of the action scenes are kind of satisfying. <laughs> there's Maybe. no way I haven't seen all of no. it, but there's no way. The the the, yeah. the, the, the my favorite the Lin Kuei episode. There there are a couple moments. Uh, Neil, you know when like a near when smoke is like oh, yeah on a Nero and it just his fists are moving real fast. I don't know. There there there's some thinking, moments. Uh, there are some moments where that where that show does look good. They're just very few and far between. I think. Yeah, but mm. they, but they basically, like if the animation is fluid, if it really is well done enough to sell me on the movement, on the impact of you know the violence, sure. then. Then no, I'm I'm not hating on animated things, but maybe deep down I'm am just less interested because I'm not an animation fan like Jay is, for example. Uh, you know, and may, maybe just to me it's like, oh, it's not a real movie; it's just the it's the straight to DVD thing we get as a you know, here watch this until the next uh, live action one comes out in twenty years. <laughs> do you or, or, or God nice. willing, three years if 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 they want to do the second one and maybe they get a different director? What do you? I doubt they will. Do you guys, you guys ever cry at movies? Oh, I do. Uh, I do. I totally time do. Time. But I, but when I was a little kid, I cried at the end of Terminator Two, like every twelve-year-old boy did. Okay, interesting. Uh, I cried at the end of Gladiator, like a, sure. like a little bitch. Uh, I cried at Moana. <laughs> okay, I really? You cried at Moana? Yeah. I haven't seen Moana, yeah. but I bet I would cry at that too. I, uh, it's a good movie. I, 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 I cry. I cry at like really stupid, like high drama movies. So there's this movie called like Three Wishes or something mm-hmm. like way back in the day, and probably none of you have ever seen it. And I've only seen it once, but I bawled at it. And I cry at musicals. I cry at La La Land. So oh yeah, you, uh, musicals don't count because yeah. musicals are, make everyone cry. If you don't cry to. We dragged to. We dragged you seen to cats to the new cats. Uh, and I think you seen that looked over at me. Yeah, seen looked over to me a little bit when, when they're doing memories, and I kind of sniffed a little bit. And sure. I think you seen looked over to me. It was like, really? <laughs> the, really? I was so confused as to why him and our other friend Jared were like so into this movie. And I just, I, I had a headache by the end of it. So the <laughs> the, re, the reason I ask is is you're okay. We're, we're accusing. We're talking about animation, right? Mm, yeah, now, yeah, I never cried at movies, ever. Didn't cry at movies, mm-hmm. TV shows, whatever. Anything you watch, read books, nothing. Right. Then one day when right. I was, I want to say, fifteen, uh-huh. watched a little movie called The Iron Giant. Oh yeah, I know that mm. movie. I say yeah. this knowing I've never actually seen it, but I know everyone it's a wonderful it. movie. I fucking cried. You all know the scene. Oh yeah, I know not, exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I own that movie. That movie is wonderful. I don't. I don't need to say the scene. Everyone knows the scene. You just mentioned it. Like, oh yeah, yep. totally. I actually don't know the scene. Uh, I, I know the scene. <laughs> I know the scene. Well, you're you'll about. see. It dies. You'll, once you watch okay. it, you'll know the scene because you'll cry during it. <laughs> and that fucking now, I fucking cry at everything. Like, 
I, I that, that opened, the, opened floodgates, the floodgates. So then everything. <laughs> I, Are you trying to say you cried at the uh, Battle for the Realms? I think I got. <laughs> I didn't full out cry, but I, I do think I got a little. I, I did. I did get choked up a little bit when uh, when when I saw like Scorpion and Sub Zero teaming up fighting corrupt Shinnok. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, they, it's a little emotionally did, satisfying. You know? Yeah, like I held ah. it back. I held it back. I didn't I intentionally saw, held it back, hold it back, but it, I don't know if you're just fucking joking there or not. <laughs> I'm just I'm, being facetious. No, I'm being I'm being real and vulnerable right now on your podcast, right. dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, very. Uh, I saw but, the yeah. potential. Oh, I saw the potential I, to <laughs> actually cry at Battle of the Realms, like between like yeah. the father son relationship between Raiden and Liu Kang, but they never there. really they never pushed it enough to get me He's there. Like, but I saw the potential. When he's like telling Liu Kang, he's like, "Your parents loved you," and then Shao Kahn just fucking ends oh, him. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh God damn it, man! <laughs> your parents loved you, dude. You were hearing it, like you you've wondered your whole fucking life. I don't know. I wanted Raiden. I could have told you at any point in time, but I decided to. Yeah, you. I, yeah. I, I like the idea that Raiden probably wanted to say something like, "Liu Kang, I was trying to groom you for this," and well, it's just like, "Oh, maybe." Oh God. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of true. Like, he it's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you know, maybe it's a thing too. Is yeah. he treated him so so rough, trying to toughen him, that he never really, uh, you know, uh, was tender with him? You know, I think I'm. I think I'm bringing this up because. It was an animated movie, a brilliant animated movie, but it was an animated movie mm. that like broke through for me and was in like Iron Giant, like, yeah, Iron, Iron Giant opened me up and, and made me like be able to emotionally connect and feel what I'm watching. Mm. So I think I am a little bit in just in, you know, I'm being a little, I'm, I'm exaggerating when I say I cry at everything now because I don't cry at everything now. Uh, do I cry at a lot of stuff that? healthy human beings wouldn't probably um <laughs> cried at grown-ups too ne- um, um, neo, <laughs> haven't seen it but i probably would uh, neo if you want if you want an animated movie to cry at that's pretty pretty recent you need to watch your name your name is really, oh really you're good. not yeah no yeah i fucking cried at your name absolutely oh, yeah i did too yeah wait your name is that the time traveling one kimi no, I didn't what's like? it called kimi no nawa yeah, yeah that's kimi the no one nawa. yeah yeah oh hell yeah no but so, yeah. so I do think. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I think I have <laughs> hot take. You are just cold hearted. Um, <laughs> I think that animation does have an ability to kind of break through things a little bit more for me. Mm. You know, because I because just I'm bringing this up because it was like the time I can consciously remember really connecting with with a film. Right, the first yeah. time that it, right. it hit me in this way. And like, I, of course, I liked movies. I don't think I cried at the end of Terminator Two when I first saw it. But after I, oh but come a, on! But after I watched Iron Giant and then rewatched Terminator Two, you better believe I did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like it, it shifted something in me. So I do think I respond strongly to animated stuff in general. Um, that's just me. What you're saying, what you're saying is that Josh should watch Iron Giant. Yeah, and then. That's it. Go back and watch every movie that he has not cried at. That's the subtext of what I'm so, saying. Is I think I think you should watch Iron Giant. Then you should go I back mean, and I watch know, Mortal Kombat. It's inevitable. It will. Then you should watch Scorpion's Revenge and Battle of the Realms. And I think you're going to shift the order of your movies. Well, well, dude, I almost felt like crying at the beginning of Scorpion's Revenge because they they do not hold back from showing Scorpion's family, even they, his little son getting getting they showed his murdered. dead child in a puddle of blood. Are you fucking kidding me? This is a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cartoon, but it's yeah. not a kid's cartoon. I know. 
The, uh, uh, by, <laughs> by contrast, this one feels like a kid's cartoon, uh, with the exception of, uh, you know, the, the extreme violence going on. Of the amazing scene where Stryker rips his own head off. Striker rip. That's probably the best part of the movie. I, I uh, don't know if it's that or Kung Lao is the most brutal, but I was the most shocked by the Striker scene. I think the Striker yeah. was most brutal, Ooh. but like I think because like the Kung Lao scene, you kind of just know it's like, oh, Kung Lao is fighting Shao Kahn. Oh, gee, I wonder how this is going to turn out. So it's just like you kind of know, but I wasn't expecting yeah. Striker to ki- to get killed because he kind of had a little bit of an arc where he's like he's this cop that's just there and he's in uh, over his yeah, head. He doesn't know what yeah, he's doing and he's just kind of like just dealing with it and it's like okay i guess i'll fight for you guys i'm kind of in on my head but i'll just do it and then shang sung is like oh i'm just gonna have you rip your own head off okay <laughs> he was pointing because wanna... we had that we had that role with johnny Cage in the first one shang sung was like need... a yeah. cab <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah he pretty much was <laughs> okay so i think we should wrap this up because we've been going on for almost two and a half hours Wow, yeah. man! Yeah, I told you, and told we want to get really, this one out yeah. expediently. Can't call your oh, shots. Well. Can't call your shot with podcast recordings, man. They go on. They go on as long as they go they on. Really, I guess it really depends. You know, you know, we had this discussion, and we were like, "Oh, we should give ourselves outlines to kind of rein things in." We did. It didn't help. I mean, it did help, uh, but it didn't help the length. The lights. <laughs> well, I mean, got the good, bigger. I mean, the good news is you. I mean, the good news is Yassine can cut out as much of this as he wants to, so he can make his life easy if he wants. I'm gonna to. cut out all of your stuff. It's gonna be like, sure. okay, be like a 20 minute yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> just just about just about the iron giant and mcdonald's versus burger king yes yes yeah. and that's and our review and then the, the snyder cut and hackers and of course but uh but neil man thank you for coming to our podcast to talk about yeah for real man. man we enjoyed Hell having yeah. you yeah absolutely thanks for having me this has been a ton of fun yeah you've classed up the podcast uh do you want to uh you know Throw in your plugs. What, uh, what you want people to see? Where, you, where they find you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I do a podcast called MK PodQuest with uh, uh my buddy Corey. We watch and talk about Mortal Kombat television series, movies, cartoons, etc. All the all the non-canon Mortal Kombat stuff you can watch. Uh, you can find that mm. on all your podcast apps. Search MK PodQuest. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify. Amazon. We're on Audible now. You got you know you guys know you can get on Audible now. Wow. I, yeah. Uh, Are we on Audible? <laughs> I don't think so, but I need to check that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can submit your podcast to Apple Music and we'll put it on Audible too. Uh you can find us Okay, it's probably you. there. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MK Podquest. Uh and we have a YouTube channel, but we don't have a hundred subscribers yet, so you can't we don't have a custom URL. You just gotta search for us. You can find the links on our Twitter. And shit. Mm. And uh, recently, I've been streaming uh, Mortal Kombat Deception. I've done it twice now. I've decided I'm going to go through the entire conquest mode of Mortal Kombat Deception and Armageddon, and I might fuck around with some Mortal Kombat mythologies, maybe some Mortal Kombat special Ooh. forces, maybe some Shaolin monks. We'll see what goes on in the future. Uh, so those get uploaded to our YouTube channel, or when I go live, I do it on Twitch twitch.tv slash final neil and follow my instagram account to see my uh ridiculous retro gaming collection uh instagram at final neil retro and that is neil with an a i every time i see your posts on instagram I'm just like how do you have that 
Oh man, I just and not just how you have that, but how do you have all, every version <laughs> of that? I just kept everything I ever got since I was a kid. Like you know, my I, I game getting games was few and far between when I was a child. Yeah. So yeah, my parents really drilled into me like we're not replacing this if you lose it or break it. So then I learned how to take care of it, and I just kept it forever. That's crazy. Then mine, I'm the opposite. At, like <laughs> my my parents were the same. Like we've got like three games a year. Yeah, but. Once I got a new console, they're like, well, you got to give the other console to a cousin. <laughs> so all my games and like oh, my man. Sega, my Nintendo went to other cousins. Oh, boy. Yeah, I wouldn't let my shit out of my sight. And then as I got older and got jobs and stuff, I would just buy stuff and keep it. So a lot of the stuff I've just had my whole life, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, one thing that we do... Uh, Every time we end a podcast, I kind of just throw the Josh and have him close it sure. randomly. So this time, Neil, how about you close the podcast? Oh, yes. Jesus Christ. Put me on the fucking spot. Absolutely. <sighs> give me like, give me a second here. Yeah. I got to have a hot so, take about something. <laughs> there's a lot to do that with. Though. <laughs> so, take a pick. All right. You guys see the uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home trailer or whatever it's called. The new one, No Way Home. No way home. Yeah, I actually haven't. We were just talking yeah. about that incidentally right. the other day. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very ugh on it. But that's just me. I think I'm just going to close this podcast out with my my hottest take of all. I'm, I'm going to drop a series. I'm going to drop a series of hot takes right now that that we're okay. going to close this podcast out on. Now, 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 my number one hot, my first hot take I've already mentioned is that Scorpion's Revenge is my favorite Mortal Kombat movie. That's a hot take, right? My next hot take is The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is pretty good. Dude, that's not that's not so I'm hot. Right yeah, we've seen's been talking good about it that for the years. Okay, good. I'm glad I have an ally in this because that movie gets shit on and it doesn't deserve it. I, I mean, it's it. it's it's there's it's got the same problem as Battle of the Realm where there's too many things in it. Yeah. But I still think it's good and it's the, it's my favorite suit of the of the live action movies. I feel like I want to. I feel like I want to challenge this, but I haven't seen the movie in so long. I can't. <laughs> so, well, go back and go back and rewatch it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh shit, he's right. This is actually pretty good." I don't know about uh, that, man. I, my I like... next, my next famous hot take is the Matrix Revolutions is the best of the Matrix movies. Oh yeah, that's a hot you're take. out of your yeah, mind. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? I mean, don't get me wrong. Burly Brawl is like, well, no, that's Matrix. No, he's talking Revolution. That's that's Reloaded, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Neil, I I will say uh, I rewatched it uh, all three uh, a couple years ago, and Revolutions, I feel, would be an excellent, like, it has great in it. It would be an excellent movie if they took out all the Zion stuff. See. Just make it about Neo and Trinity going to the machine world, and that's it. We're gonna okay, so we're gonna get into this a little bit more because the reason I think it's the best movie is because of all the Zion stuff. Is because of the Zion shit. What? Because it's the movie that Terminator <laughs> Three was supposed to be. Supposed to be, yeah. We finally got wow. the big machines versus yeah. humans battle. I see. I feel you in that. I feel you in that. I guess. Yeah, but and yeah, I, but it's the, yeah, but it's still a hot. It's still a hot take because I don't agree with you. <laughs> at least not on that. At least not on that one. Well, we can debate that at a, at a, at a future date. And that, God, yeah. I want to come up with something Mortal Kombat based for my last hot take. I think that this oh, is... Yeah, what's your hottest take about Mortal Kombat? My hottest take about Mortal Kombat is that Mortal Kombat Armageddon is the best game in the series. 
What the fuck? Is that serious you right now? You can't be serious. I'm serious right now. Interesting. Yeah. I haven't played it. Well, so I, I will know. say, I've never played Armageddon. I keep saying how shitty it is. Guess what? I never played it. I played a little <laughs> Deception. I played and actually like uh, Deadly Alliance. But uh, yeah, well, man, maybe huh. so. Maybe Neil's onto something here. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna make a quick quick case for it right now. Uh, the reason okay. Armageddon is the best game in the series is because it's a dream match game, much like you know Street Fighter Alpha Three or King of Fighters '98 or what have you, where they've just put everyone in the franchise up to this point into this game. People shit on the fatality mode in it because they had so many characters and they had trouble fitting all that stuff in. They created a kind of a universal fatality system where you could input commands to do specific Mm -hmm. things. So you could chain a bunch of stuff together so you could be like, I'm going to rip your arm off. Now I'm going to hit you with it. Now I'm going to draw my weapon and I'm going to cut your leg off and then I'm going to stab you with it. And then I'm going to cut your head off. And if you got good (laughs) and you learned the commands, you could chain together like an an extensive fatality where you're just brutalizing your opponent until they die. And and while they may not be character-specific fatalities, it becomes very, very insulting to the person you're playing against who has no idea what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and it can be very, very fulfilling in that front. The second reason it's great is because it's got motor combat in it. Do you guys know what motor combat is? <laughs> yes, is that the is that the Mario Kart clone? That is a kart racer in with Mortal Kombat themes. And it's not great single player, but if you play it multiplayer, four player, especially, you can have a lot of fun with that thing. It's a great distraction. So one of your reasons why Armageddon is the best MK game is because of a not MK game. MK game that's in it. Well, it's a Mortal Kombat kart racer, so it is Mortal Kombat, and I'm it is just... very. And it is yeah, fun. it's Mortal. It's, it, yeah, and by Mortal Kombat, you mean it's Mortal Kart back. So, I I hated that. I hated that. Oh, that time I hit the wrong button. Wait. Yeah, it needs a gunshot. There it is. There we go. <laughs> Now, the last reason that I wow. th- think that it's the best Mortal Kombat game is because of the conquest mode. Mm. Is which it better is, than uh, Deception? It is better than Deception. It is a third-person adventure beat-em-up starring Taven, the greatest Mortal Kombat character of all time. Uh, what? It's kind of like Shaolin Monk's Light. It's a little bit more accessible. It's it's not. It doesn't have the platforming elements of Shaolin Monk's, which I honestly think is a bonus. You just get to run around to all the different realms, beating the shit out of, like, Cyber Lin Kuei, or I guess the, the what were they called? The, t- the Takunin and uh, Shirai Ryu tribes and all kinds of people. There's environmental fatalities where you just get to uppercut motherfuckers onto, like, like <laughs> icicles and shit like that. There's rooms you go yeah. into where you pick up a war hammer and then you're just hammering dudes into, like, grinding wheels on the sides of the stages and up into the <laughs> ceiling on spikes. It's so much fucking fun. It's it's bloody and it's awesome, and every Mortal Kombat character, a ton of Mortal Kombat combat characters show up in it. You get to face off against them. It's just a good fucking time, and it's probably my single favorite Mortal Kombat thing to play is Mortal Kombat Armageddon Conquest mode, and that's why wow. Mortal Kombat Armageddon is the best Mortal Kombat game. Well, you sold me, I'm st- sir. Uh, I'm still recovering know. from the fact that Taven is the best Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> Uh, to be to, to be clear, the reason he's the best Mortal Kombat character is because he's the star of Mortal Kombat Armageddon Conquest mode. 
<laughs> it's like a circle, like you know. Okay. Yeah. It's like a flat circle. Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling profi- prophecy. Prophafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafaf